The Gambler yesterday. Uh-huh. The remake with uh, Mark Wahlberg. The Gambler. Okay, yep, yep, I'm on it. And John Goodman has a fantastic monologue toward the end, all about coming from the position of fuck you. Uh-huh. It's hilarious. Like, it's primo writing. So I, what is the reason for you to be like, uh, no, I don't care if you're polite to me. I just want to get... The fuck out of this. It, it literally comes from a thing of like, if I do this, I'm being submissive to you and I don't like that. <laughs> and that's not even the case. Like it is nowhere fucking near that at all. Uh-huh. But my brain's like, yo, they're going to take advantage of you. I'm like, that is a very good point. They uh-huh. seem genuine and nice, but mm-mm. you're like, they're yeah. going to, they're going to lure me. They're going to yes. lure me some way, somehow. Like right. One time I get caught in a van and fucking rest of my life. <laughs> I got caught in the van one time, but I was, uh, I won a king size Kit Kat for it though. So, you know, everything was all good at the end of it. A bit rounder than the normal Kit Kats. <laughs> oh, my mom always told me because I mean, it's Halloween season, right? So my mom always used to be like, don't talk to strangers. Don't go to people's houses. Don't take candy without checking it for drugs or razor blades. That was the <laughs> biggest bunch of shit. Too. That's what I felt too. But my mom was just like, if anybody gives you candy, I'm like, bitch, it's fucking Halloween. Of course I'm going to take candy from anybody right now you know mm-hmm. but my mom's just like be careful i'm like mm. <laughs> well, I just, okay i like i don't know where the razor blade thing came from i, don't know. I feel like it was like Did the news know, wasn't it wasn't that like yeah that's ever just heard. but nobody ever gave me an apple no, right. <laughs> and if they did, I don't. I wouldn't have ate it. Yeah, it's like, it's healthy. Fuck that. I have apples at home already. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, what the fuck? Did, if anybody gave me an apple, I'd be like, "Fuck, this apple's suspicious." <laughs> what the hell's happening with this damn apple? You know what I mean? But like, what kind of a person? You know, if it happened, obviously to some extent, it did takes the time. To put the razor blade in there, like go through that whole process. Like you That's what have I'm thinking. got to be the most miserable human. I, just some this, dude in his fucking whitey tighties just sitting in there just, I'm going to fuck these kids up with these fucking razors. This motherfucker just kind of swallows well, this goddamn thing. And, and if there was one, if there was somebody in the neighborhood handing out apples with razor blades, it wasn't like everybody was handing out apples so you know where it came from. <laughs> Like Don't not. go to that house on Joanne Street. Literally, that motherfucker's giving out apples, and I'm pretty sure they're lays. You know, it's like not the most well thought out plan at all. My mm. mom was always worried about caramel candies. Like literally, mm-hmm. my mom. And you know what? Let's be honest, because I think my mom honestly was just like, I think I gotta check this candy for razor blades. And then my mom would like hoard the candy away from all of us, and then she'd mm-hmm. eat all the shit she liked. And she's like, here's all the fucking gobstoppers. I'm like, God damn it, mom, these suck. <laughs> she was getting gobstoppers. It's not the candy. I liked. She ate all the goddamn almond joys. Those were my favorite. They're not nerds. That's the problem. <laughs> that is fair. Is your mic still on, Sean? Yeah. That's what I'm telling you. It's really low. Interesting. Well, check. check. There you go. Bring it kind of up. up. Otherwise, a, otherwise, I have to yell. Well, you better yell. Hey. Hey. Ooh. Mm, there hey. it is. There it is. Hey. It's fast. Hey. <laughs> no, my mom was always um, worried about caramel candies. Right. Mm-hmm. And the caramel candies, my, my thought was like, who the hell first caramel candy packaging is the worst to open, by the way. It's like you got to yes. peel, peel <laughs> like really get your nail underneath one of the corners. You know what I mean? So the person that wanted to fuck you with razor blades in the in the caramel candy was really spiteful. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> to the maximum amount of spite. Yeah, but there's a person who's committed 
Right. That is somebody who really loves what they do. <laughs> yeah. You know, that that's is the kind of passion that we should all have in everything. 100%. <laughs> right. That commitment to putting razor blades in caramel candy so you can fuck some kids Halloween up. That's one. <laughs> that's one. Um, all right, Sean, let me see. I'm going to try to help you out a little bit. Levels. Check. Check, Sean, check it. Check, check. Do you have a like a noise oh, compressor good. on this? That's thing? what I'm doing. I'm updating your levels on top of yeah. where, I'm, is it? where I have you. Progressive mics are naturally quieter, so... Am I the only one who's like very unfamiliar with a lot of this speak? Am I the only person in this room? We're all. Speak? No, actually, I don't know what I'm talking oh. about. I just say that's, shit you're, like I know what I'm talking bullshit. about. <laughs> <laughs> um, microphone. He's good. Condenser. Good. That's not a condenser mic, though. No. What, what is this one? Progressive. Uh, let's try this. Check. <laughs> I'm, hold on. Oh, now I'm there. There you go. Okay. Hey. Yeah, it was just on a different setting. That's what it was. Hey, oh, we fucking figured it out. Uh, we bosses are we gonna, here. Oh, like now, now I might need. Or? There we go. Perfect. You know, man. Right now, we're just having ourselves a good time, boys. Thank you guys for coming. I appreciate it. Let's start the show. Welcome back, you six sons of bitches. My name is Gary, and with me are some of my BFFs, and uh, this is another episode of Chill Regular. And so, here we are, gentlemen. Why don't we go around the table? I'd like for you guys to introduce yourself. Sean, why don't you go first? Uh, I'm Sean. Hello, Sean. Hi. Welcome. Welcome back. If you guys don't remember Sean, he was on our uh, podcast, uh, Pod Waffle, right? The Waffle. <laughs> the Waffle. Pod Waffle. The, the best podcast name ever, by the way. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. know. Well, yeah. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and then we ended up doing a couple of other small little chinguses mm-hmm. after that, right? Yeah. A few projects here and there. A few projects here and there. And then I got my BFF, Maddie, over there. Yes, that's me. Hello. <laughs> do, do you like the name Maddie? Hi. Do people call you Maddie? Hello. Um, I have a variety of names, nicknames, all of them. Uh, uh, I don't like a rapper. Really, yes, uh, just not nearly as talented. What's your street as, name? My street name, Flower. Oh. <laughs> I can see it. That, <laughs> that's the most common nickname that uh, I go by. Uh, yeah, my friends back home call me Kirby, and there's a whole bunch and fucking slew of them actually. But Kirby, 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 like the pink little thing that just swallows. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We know. We, I know the video game. You're in good company. But in the yeah. ho- in the hood, like the more indescript the name the more scary they scary are scary they are yeah. yeah exactly well we'll get to know the rest of your next names matt all right and then to my uh left over here i got my buddy david david welcome nice to hey, have you up? on thanks um and you know what you, what i love about this right now okay gentlemen and so for me a lot of times i have i've had friends for for years that'll come around we'll bullshit we'll have ourselves a good time but this is the first time in my life where i have some new friends and a very old friend, right? And throwing all of us into a room together just to kind of bullshit. One, get to know each other and have a handful of laughs. I think you guys are all fucking hilarious people in your own right. So I'm excited to see where this conversation kind of leads. Um, so why d- are you here? Oh, shit. I, you know, <laughs> <laughs> well played, Kirby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. um, you know, I, I, I was I've had this idea to do a podcast, but um, really, I have no structure in mind. So I wanted to take a little bit of this moment 
to one, put you guys all into a room, test some of this equipment. Cause I haven't really been able to test it with four people before. So, I mean, it seems like it's working pretty damn good on my end. So I think one of the things that I really want to figure out is potentially some concepts for a show in general, right? I, I like talk radio. I think those things are fun segments, right? Segments, things like that. We could have a lot of good time with, um, Matt and I, Mm. Ended up coming up with some concepts for like segments. One segment in particular was called um, Unpopular Opinion, which I love that idea. It was was, Matt. Can you share a couple of these unpopular opinions? I don't have my phone on me. Oh, yes, please. Hold. Oh, other people's unpopular opinions. No, no, no. Anybody's. Anybody's. I mean, to be honest with you, they're really just mine. I was sitting on the couch (laughs) with my, you know, with the wife and I was, well, and then some of them were just us bullshitting in the car. It's true. You're like, candy corn's great on pizza. (laughs) Well, (laughs) (laughs) you have to, like, I think the thing is that you have to actually mean it. Be like, unpopular opinion, like, this is something I like. This is, yeah. And And other people be like, you're a garbage human. It's like, okay, (laughs) let's let's discuss. Um, Yeah, like one of the, I think one of them, you know, just off the top of my head, remembering was, uh, you know, unpopular opinion, pineapple on pizzas. Absolutely amazing. That was indeed one of them. Another great one. Unpopular opinion. Being a drug dealer is better than getting an MBA. (laughs) I mean, fact, that's truth, right? Um, Unpopular opinion. Hipsters know how to enjoy life better than the rest of us. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) so these are pretty. uh, So my thought is, is we can come at this and just like an uh, unpopular opinion kind of idea and see, uh, see where the conversation leads, you know? Is, is So the hipster one, is that like ignorance is bliss or like, what is the idea behind that? Well, I think it, we probably have to define what a hipster is at that point, basically. Yeah. What is a hipster? Well, hipster or a hobo. Do you guys ever play that game? People who like that unpopular things as a way to be popular. But do they, though? Yeah, there's a whole... I think I mean, there's like are involved. levels. There's like levels of hipster, isn't there? Right. Like, well, there's a lot of it. There's like some Greek and I can't think of his name off the top of my head, but there was like a philosopher who basically like shunned everything, not because it was cool or whatever. What was people doing is he genuinely didn't want to be a part of society. Oh, so that, it's like a culture of counterculture. Exactly. exactly yeah. And well, and well, and so it's not, counterculture more fun. And you got to be careful too, because it can't be like subculture or like, mm-hmm. you know, look, a cult, not a cult, but cult culture. It has to be like, but you can't like re- you genuinely can't, unpopular things. But you can't rebel on your own. You have to rebel with a group of people, right? That are similar. Kind of, but there's a sort of like competitiveness to be the mm-hmm. next unpopular fad bringer, which if that makes sense. Yeah, you know, it does, but it kind of defeats the entire purpose in and of itself. It's like we're trying right. to be the next like big thing that's not a big thing. It's, it's like an, it's like anarchist societies yeah. that kind of are self defeating because yeah. and then when it becomes super popular yeah, yeah. you can hate it and say right. call it a sell out. Right. Exactly. <laughs> right, right, right. Well that's the thing that I don't understand. Like when I look at a hipster, you know, at some point I was just like, oh these motherfuckers and their craft fucking wares. You know what I mean? Like I don't need a goddamn gourmet burger. Just give me a fucking burger please. But then I took a trip to Japan and I'm like, you mean to tell me like 90% of the culture of Japan is just basically hipster mindset, you know, cause it's like mm. honing a craft right to the utmost like perfection, you know? And so when I was looking at like my friends that are quote unquote hipsters, they would do like, I had a buddy that, that made backpacks, right. And he, he lived in Artismal. a, he lived in a, con, a collective you know, and it was very, very grungy. Like the Borg? That's, what do you that's mean? That's not collective? hipster. That's hippie. Well, 
Yes and no. This like was in like an industrial in. building, not in the woods. Oh, that's called homeless. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, like I was saying, it's a very fine line. Hipster or homeless right now. I figured. <laughs> that <laughs> is a hilarious game. I think actually I, play. I encourage yeah, anyone no, who hipster or homeless <laughs> to really find a group of friends that you know you can just be awful to other human beings like around. And you guys just be like, yeah, yeah, that dude's definitely homeless. Look at him. And then be like, are you homeless? They're like, no, man. Hipster. Dude, I had a friend that almost went home with a homeless thinking it was a hipster. When we were living in San Diego, she was, I was like, damn, that dude looked cute. And the motherfucker was all strung out on drugs. You know what I mean? Just hitting the corner. I'm like, that's a homeless guy. She's like, no, it's not. I'm like, go ahead and go get hepatitis. You know, fuck it. I mean, that's what good friends do. Right? Um, but that was one idea. I, I'm, I don't know. I think it's kind of a, a fun concept to bring to the table consistently. So, I mean, we, what I would like to do is just try to do this on the regular in some form or fashion, um, you know, come in whatever day works for everybody, put this thing up just kind of bullshit about the day. And I think what's kind of fun about this concept is where we don't, we know, well, I know all of you, right? Um, and I'm getting to know you better, David. I think we've really just known each other through work, right? Mm -hmm. Mainly. Um, I've known Sean for years, Matt, you and I've only known each other for roughly a year. Oh, right? God, has it been that long? Dude, it feels forever, by the way. Jesus Christ. Any time with you feels like forever. <sighs> Too shy. That's why it's roughly a year, not smoothly <laughs> a year. <laughs> that's my dad joke. Oh, that's another <laughs> segment. <laughs> dad jokes. Oh. Is that just not too much? Sad trombones. <laughs> um, fuck, where were we headed with this? Well, here's my question. Yeah. We're, we're talking about segments for the show. Thank well, you. is everyone here in some capacity, like in film or creative? Yeah, creative fields, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Matt is a uh, an award-winning screenwriter. Um, David is a an award-winning awesome. video game artist, uh, worked for some of the biggest industries. Sean is a all-around I got creative. employee of the month. <laughs> 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 I gave it to myself because we don't have that program at work. Oh, I love it. Um, Sean is kind of a jack-of-all-traits when it comes to kind of creative concepts. Uh, probably a, one of the best storyteller minds that I know personally um, from like a world-building standpoint. And I can hear your dick growing through <laughs> the headphones. But Just my ego dick. <laughs> That's a um, psychology term. Yep, I know. I like it. And then there's obviously just little old me, but it's like, you it, know, it's like the id, but it's the ed, which was weird because, you know, ego dick ed, it doesn't make sense, but it's okay. Erectile dysfunction and ego dick. Same, they go hand, they in, go hand. hand in hand. Oh, sure. My ego's getting in the way. I can't get it up. <laughs> that is basically that, what that, it is. that happens. That happens more that often happens. than I care to admit. It's a real yeah. problem. Oh, hundred percent. Uh, oh, <laughs> sorry. Oh. Sorry, babe. I can't, I can't fuck you right now because uh, my ego's in the way. I think I'm too great. I'm my sorry. Bad. My bad. <laughs> I wish I could be like, I think I'm too great. Cause I'll literally be like, you're not doing a good job. And my brain's like, you're not doing a good job. I'm like, oh my God. And it's just endless cycle. It <laughs> so thanks for coming to my TED talk. Anyway. <laughs> oh man. Um, <laughs> I'm just thinking, I'm thinking about my brain during sex right now. That That's ultimately what's happening. Who's actually thinking during sex though? Like, I think a lot during sex. There's a lot of things going through my brain. When you have... I think I think it's a combination of like a high IQ and ADHD. Ugh. You literally can't stop thinking at any time. Literally, like there's there's moments for me that I'm like, oh man, she's so fucking hot. But I wonder what I'm having for dinner. But fuck, she's so hot right now, bro. You're having her for dinner. What are you doing? I mean, yes. Yeah, but you need a snack. But too. exactly, I'm still thinking That's what about. The for. 
You know, what's that? That's what the butthole's for. Oh, I called it brown hole and then I changed it because I was like, I should be PC and not say that. <laughs> it's already in the cloud, I know, it's in the, right the word brown isn't racist. You're fine. Oh, no, it wasn't even that because I was like, don't, you know, say, don't say butthole, say booty. And I was like, butthole. Good job. Butthole. It really was. I, I'm not a big fan, to be honest with you. I can't. Sorry, honey, if you're listening to this, your booty hole in my mouth are never going to make out. Well, I mean, <laughs> just saying. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a lot of things that goes through my mind during during sexy time. First and foremost is like, what the fuck is this song? Right? Like, I don't Why know. Why you- are you listening to music? Bro, do you do you just have sex in a box? And like just a- as with nothing going on in like a soundproof room, you're just like zero focused. I, mean, I don't know lady. why you got to call out my hobo culture in my box. Like, I'm just, it's a fantastic Maytag box. So <laughs> go fuck yourself. Hey, you want to come on by? I got a, a nice magazine. <laughs> Homeless or hipster, paper. ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> uh, we found the hobo, not the hipster. He's at this table and his name's Kirby. <laughs> What and if I you swallow. found a homeless hipster, like a hobo hipster, like uh-huh. somebody who is both a hobo and who is homeless that would, and a hipster? I think that would be the... All those things. But quint- think, go ahead. I think a hobo has to have a stick with a handkerchief with stuff in it, right? That's a right. tramp. A hobo. Right. That's but, a but tramp. As long as oh, okay. it's flannel. Traveling. As long as it's flannel, <laughs> okay, that, flannel that counts for hipster, cool hat. right? And a well, I guess my my question becomes delineating between a hobo and a tramp. That's where he keeps all his extra suspenders don't and tramps. corduroy pants. <laughs> yeah, don't tramps go on like train cars? That's, That's what I thought. Yeah, they, the they're ties. always the one with the sticks at the yeah. with the uh, you know. I think a tramp the very is a little bit more of a. It's like a vagabond. Now we're just throwing fucking terms out. There. Well, yeah, I think I, mean, I think it's a little bit more vagabond esque. Yeah. Yes, than just a hobo. I think I think it's more of like a subclass of hobo. Huh. We need a chart for this. I was about to say, <laughs> get a whiteboard. Can you imagine someone This is why I can't stop thinking even during sex. <laughs> someone comes in here and just sees a chart of like hobo homeless and just delineates down. How many and degrees of like, separation? What is wrong with you guys? Then we need a Facebook quiz to see where you fall. Where on you it. fall on the line. You, yes. Yeah, totally. we'll, we'll get, uh, was it WAPO in on this? To- uh, yeah, what was the, um, what's the show on, I think HBO with all the nerds? That narrows it down. <laughs> so sorry. The ones where uh, they're running the tech company. Uh, Silicon Valley. Silicon yeah. Valley. Did you yeah. see? Did you ever see that episode where they're all calculating all the dicks they got to suck in order to like? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a whole episode where they're basically calculating the, the amount of dicks that they have to suck in order to like make sure this this app works. You That's know, awesome. Um, it was pretty goddamn funny. Now hold on. You have like a, a very large journal here and what what what's in it oh my god were we supposed to take notes <laughs> no i always i always carry drawings they're nudies oh nice oh, just sweet oh yeah carry a sketchbook always. always you never know when it's gonna strike yeah you know? now did you okay did you go to like a specific school for like any of this stuff or community college two, nice. two okay. semesters Yes. Still works. And then I got to uh, teach at a college later on oh, with nice. my two semesters. Where'd you teach? It was, um, what's it called? Otis. Otis. Yeah. Is it like uh, an atelier? In, in, in LA. Okay. It's, it's, it, it's a, it's a full on art college, but, um, I don't think it's accredited. 
Okay. I can't, I don't have a you know degree, so I can't teach it at accredited school. <laughs> <laughs> but you have all this life experience and they're just like, nope, you got to pay for some, you got to pay for life experience to teach life experience. So sorry. yeah. Talk about imposter syndrome. I know. Right? Like, <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Sean college, Did you go to college? Uh, frequently. Frequently. Yeah, to, <laughs> mostly to visit people who attended. <laughs> <laughs> I think I actually took an English course for a little bit. Okay. And uh, I uh, just didn't do much else. Mm. I kind of went my, just to do stuff. Just figured whatever, whatever. Uh, you know, the wind I, blew I did you. a lot of uh, helping with the family business and uh, exploring the, the entire West Coast as much as I could and then came back and just got a job. Any place that you loved things. that you went to? Oh, man. There was this little hole-in-the-wall place in Northern California. Like, And I mean the whole town was like a hole-in-the-wall place. <laughs> hey, you went there, and every one of the locals... It was like this little surf town full of hippies. Please tell me it's like Golden something. No, it was like... I think it was Petaluma. Fuck. Or something. I can't... <laughs> so don't so quote so me on that I'm name. So disappointed. Don't quote me on that name, but the, literally... Like just talking about it, I feel like the locals will find me mm. and be like, "Don't talk around our town. Tell people we're here, or they'll come." Oh, and, yeah. uh, and like, there's one ATM, and if you and it's in the bar, and if you went into the bar to use that ATM, you had to go all the way back to where the bathrooms were, and you got dirty looks both ways. Like you better bud because they're like, "Oh, you're using the electronic money box, huh?" Okay. <laughs> All right. Man came we down know what here kind the of... other day and installed that dang doohickey, and I don't know what the fuck it does. <laughs> we know what kind of person you are. Well, people are actually leaving California a lot now. There's like a movement leaving of people leaving. Yeah, that, that's, that's what I'm saying. The people from that that's town a are stoked. Can go. Yeah. <laughs> Texas, yeah. Texas is saying, "Fuck no, we don't want California." We don't want them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've, my uh, my grandmother um, on the wife's side, she lives in Idaho. And uh, we have a lot of friends that were starting to move out there. And what's happening right now is like the people from Idaho are getting livid right now about Californians moving in there. So they're like putting signs up, basically telling them, get the fuck out of here. We don't want you in Idaho. Blah, blah, blah. So a lot of people are getting pissed off. I mean, I can understand why. Not necessarily because we're asshole Californians. I mean, we are. Let's be honest. Right. You know, what? The fuck you, what? <laughs> no, I'm. Awesome. Uh, I am. I totally am. I, yeah. I'm I mean, that guy. Let's, uh, oh, good. Okay. Yeah. He's like, yeah. I'm just, this I honk, I'm, I'm one of those guys who honks in traffic. Like oh. it's going to make it go faster. <laughs> oh, we've had a whole conversation about oh, that. We did. that um, no, they're getting, they're, they're, they're upset because think about it this way. When more people move into a smaller town, what does it tend to do? Raises the prices of housing, raises, you know, more people are in the town. Brings more, more class. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, if you have Did the you word come from a small town or something. Uh, well, no, not really. I came from the Midwest still. But if you have the word ho in your state mm -hmm. name, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm just saying. Probably step it up a little bit. Uh, all right. All right. All right. Maybe. They're maybe. literally announcing who they are. Idaho. Like that is who they Look are. Look at me. Idaho. Can, can you slut shame a whole state? I mean, is that a thing? I mean, we can if we want to now. I mean, I guess we, I mean, why not? Grandma. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um, oh. So where are you going Grandma's with the statement like, about yep. it? Yeah. She's like, you know, well, yeah. Yeah, your mother-in-law didn't yeah. get here. You because, don't exist uh, for nothing. You know, because of Jesus, Jimmy's, you know. <laughs> Storks didn't freeze your little ass. Um, yeah, I've, I've been seeing a lot of like Joe Rogan just moved out of California. He's up mm -hmm. in Texas and everything he does. Uh, um, a bunch of his followers do. 
I know. They I know. are they are psychos. Dude, one hundred. Like, no disrespect to Joe and his fan like but like your fans are pretty pretty gangster their minds you know what i mean let's be honest i think from a joe rogan standpoint he's a pretty solid role model in my opinion from the grand scheme of everything i mean he's pretty left and right on a lot Mm -hmm. of different types of subjects Mm -hmm. he he's appreciates conservation he's very accepting well and he sells things really well like whatever he wants to do people want to do so when i go into i was in mother's market looking for vitamins and i heard people that work there complaining about all the joe rogan fans that come in uh, in droves to buy anything he says on his podcast it's like yo do you guys got some on it because i'm gonna get on it Uh, do you guys listen to the Joe Rogan podcast at all? Oh, no. Yeah, there. Yeah, Depending yeah. on what guest he has. I, I actually, yeah. I like Joe Rogan as a comedian. I I like his show, uh-huh. but I don't, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm going to get found for this, but no, <laughs> I don't necessarily like his interview style. Uh, I don't, I don't think he's very good at it. I think he's a guy who's famous, who gets interesting people on his show and then just Let's them talk. Bullshits at them mm. and maybe lets them talk. Interesting. That I would be a com- great unpopular opinion episode. Unpopular opinion. Joe Rogan yeah. is actually <laughs> he's terrible. He's a, he's, he, I, I mean, Joe Rogan actually sucks. It, in all in all technicality, he's a bad interviewer. Interesting. So who, I mean, who's, who's a good alternative yeah, who, to Rogan? Exactly. Like Mark Maron is fun. He's just so self-deprecating yeah. throughout the whole entire... I mean, I appreciate Mark Maron's tone and style personally, but at some point I'm just like, shit, I'm self-deprecating, but that's just sad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? <laughs> he was the apology guy for a while. I don't know what his current stick is. I haven't heard him in a while. Um, I would say a good example of an interviewer would be probably Philip DeFranco. Mm-hmm. As far as... Mm-hmm. You, you brought know, that guy up before. I've never even YouTube heard of... YouTube personalities. Um, yeah. um, I like... Not not so much on the on on the interview spectrum, but I mean he does do interviews. Uh, Stephen Crowder is very good. I Crowder's think. interesting. Have you seen Stephen Crowder, Matt? Uh, fuck no, I don't know any of these people, and uh, that's it. Jesus, I honestly I don't listen to a lot of podcasts or talk shows. Like I just don't. You what should. do you do in your spare time? Sleep. <laughs> Um, no, I mean, in the spare time, I just watch movies, read, write. Intro- introvert stuff, man. Come on. Super hard introverted. Like, oh, yeah. all right. This, this will be like my extrovert for the next two weeks. <laughs> like this will watching, recharge. Yeah. Watching other loudmouths is the same as going to parties with them if you're introverted. Really? Yeah. It's draining. I've never been introverted. Like getting into the car. I was like, that was exhausting. I'm done. Really? I didn't even, I thought I was like, I'm not even going to drive. Like I opened the car door, sat inside. I was like, whew, almost went there. Nice. Good job, Matt. That'd be the end of it. This is how I know our friendship is blossoming because you're over here with four, with three other dudes, well, two other dudes, sorry, uh, that you don't even know. I can't do math today, obviously, uh, that you don't hey. even know, you know, but your shirt was a very good, you know, disclaimer. Speaks. Right out of the gate volumes for those of yeah. you who don't have eyeballs in the room it says introvert introverted but willing to discuss horror movies very well it's very good this is true actually when i went to the airport one time and normally i don't talk to any like i'll put my headphones in i'm one of those guys who doesn't play music i'll just put the headphones in so no one tries to no, talk to you me don't oh it's fantastic everyone assumes i'm listening to something and i'm just like ha, just bob you your would head hate a little to sit next to me dude like if we didn't get introduced to each other like the way that we did you would probably hate to be next to me because you'd be sitting there and i'd be like what's up dude 
What's going on, man? And you look over at me and just play. I'm like, yo, I'm talking to you. What's well, up? <laughs> I mean, I think the other, I think it's, I don't like initiating conversations. I'm very bad at it more or less. Like I can, I just don't know what to do. I'm like, uh, shoes, you know, say something really <laughs> stupid. <laughs> so like if someone else is able to like bring up the conversation and keep it going, absolutely. I can meet you more or less in along way. the way. Yeah. So, um, so if somebody were to ask you what you're listening to in the headphones that you're not listening to, do you have an answer? I would go ahead and nickel back immediately <laughs> just because more often than not, they'll be like, I don't want to talk to you. And I'll be like, <laughs> it's because of the nickelback Valley. Then yes, exactly. It's like the uncanny Valley. It just repulses you for a different reason. Until you yes. find somebody that also is just like, what nickelback song? I fucking love nickelback. <laughs> oh my God. No, it'd be awesome. Is nickelback covered by Creed or, oh. or vice versa? I actually <laughs> just got a little nauseous. <laughs> <laughs> All of us just went <laughs> right in the mouth just a little bit. I mean, I'll hear no go back saying arms wide open, you know, I'm okay with that. Oh boy. They definitely put a terror. They tried, they did a, uh, a cover of devil went down to Georgia. No, they didn't. Oh, it is not good. Like I was listening to it and they know it oh. just doesn't work. Is, is that the fiddle one? Or is yeah. That so instead of the I, fiddle. I, I ran across that the other day. I was I had a conversation about Nickelback and, and, and it's like my phone heard it and, and, and brought it up on a search for some, for uh the, the devil went to Dor Georgia. Oh my God. But it has, it also has Dave Matthews band in it. It's Dave Matthews band and Nickelback covering the song. Oh, I didn't know Dave was in there. And yeah. then instead of a fiddle, it's like, um, dueling guitars. That is the most generic <laughs> white, white boy white. song. Love Other like Dave. those two guys together. Matthews. Yeah. Yeah. Why, why Mr. Matthews? Why would you, why do, would that? you do this? All right. Hang on one second, guys. I know why you're doing this. Well, I just kind of wanted to hear what this song was about. It's cause he wants a copyright strike. I can see that. Like, how do you not know what Devil Went Down to Georgia is? I've never heard this version of oh, it. Okay, but you know the song. I know the song. This is it. No. <laughs> Just. <laughs> Listen, I like Nickelback. I will defend them most of the like time. It's a Tenacious D make, though. It's it's like, doesn't it? <laughs> up to this point, it just sounds maybe, like any metal Maybe band they did, and then they named it Nickelback. Nickelback. They blamed it on Nickelback, Nickelback and Dave Matthews. Oh, my God. Even the voice sounds different. When it came across oh, that's this Nickel. young man picking a guitar and playing it hot. I'm okay. I'm okay so far. I'm on it. Figures that Nickelback sounding good requires other people's music. I guess they got a good blueprint. Where does this song go off the rails for you, man? There. This. That's a little Dragon Forcey, but I like Dragon Force. <laughs> I was about to say, it feels. It just very, doesn't. I don't think know, it actually fits. We're probably also very, you know, we're we're game nerds. Of course, it sounds kind of cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now like, hold on, like, I, cool, I have a love of games as well. But here's the problem for me: they didn't really. They changed a few things. Obviously, like you know, played the guitar, or whatever. But the song is still "The Devil Went Down to Georgia." I cannot name a single guitar player. That was in Georgia, like playing the viola, like whatever he did in the original, that made sense. Uh-huh. This is just like now. And then the this just is this? turns into like a Metallica song. <laughs> yeah, they have like a scream. I mean, it's pretty fucking gnarly though. Video game meets Dragon Force to Metallica. I'm mildly okay with this though. Uh, Matt, your eyes are so buggy right now. I just wish they would have left this, this one live alone. at their concert. Yeah. Uh, oh, they're fans of it. Up. Oh, they would, sadly. 
Where'd you get that black eye, bro? I mosh pitted it. Fucking a nigga back. I hope they play this in Georgia and uh, for the crowd. For the crowd. Georgia will burn them alive. They'll be like, get out. Don't you dare do that. I mean, I'm not. Look it. It's not as bad as you guys made it out to say. I love you say you guys. I'm literally the only one who's like, this was not a good call. Everyone else is like, yeah, it's not bad. So I, I was really entertained. <laughs> I was existed. too. I mean, I didn't even know what to expect, but I really enjoyed it. Although I didn't know where Dave Matthews came into the mix. Yeah. It might be the musicians. I don't know. Because uh, uh, it's not Dave Matthews. It's just the Dave Matthew band. Yeah, it could we be the said, drummer. fuck you, Dave. You're not coming to this, <laughs> oh, but we'll take your band if that's all right. You know? That'd be awesome if Dave was doing back, backup vocals for Nickelback. Oh, there you go. I think that could work really well. Maybe. <laughs> that would be so weird. No. Hard pass. <laughs> you out? I like them separately. Bringing them together is just not. Just no. doesn't feel it? Nah. Well, I'm I'm sold. To be honest with you, well, there's some songs you're not really supposed to cover, and that might be one. I think I definitely All think right. that's. I'll one. give you that. It's I'll like you that. Devil Down George, you don't cover. You, you don't just cover. leave that as it is. They did it right the first time. You're not really gonna invent the reinvent the wheel. What's the mm-hmm. song you think they should cover? Um, besides Creed, that's has always been recommended. <laughs> and Nickelback, if you do listen to this, please do it for everybody's sake. Um, a song that Nickelback should. Like something you would, if you could send a letter to request them to do any one song and they'll do it, what would it be? For whatever reason, this just struck my soul. Like the spirit came down and was like, this is what needs to be sung by Nickelback. And it's, it's a little ditty done by uh Dogman X or Darkman X, whatever you want to call him, DMX, uh, called Up In Here. I would absolutely lose <laughs> oh my mind. My okay. I, I love, I, I love rock covering rap. I, I, I do dig that. Oh yeah, uh, but I think I but it. I think Nickelback is already a cover band for themselves. They made one <laughs> hit single, and they've been covering that since ever since. Yeah, yeah it's pretty true. <laughs> that is a fact. <laughs> is there other bands out there that get more shit than Nickelback? Mm-hmm. Mm. More than Nickelback? More than Nickelback, uh, or at the same <clears throat> level of Nickelback? I mean, I Hanson. No, I think Hanson was appreciated Bob. since they stopped. Really, I think people were like. <laughs> 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 They're like, okay, you guys know you made one song, and I think there was a tune here or there. Now like, I kind of want to hear Nickelback do Mbop. Oh, Mbop. fuck me. Oh, <laughs> that would be hilarious. That would be rad. Um, I mean, there's a lot in, like, the metal, you know, so I know, like, Asking Alexandria. Well, Silver, Sil- Silver Chair got a little bit of heat, but no, no, not like Nickelback, though. And Creed got some heat. Oh, yeah, Creed definitely got heat. You know what, though? I'm going to be honest with you guys. And you motherfuckers did it too. Don't look at me like you guys didn't. You know when we were kids, fucking Creed came on and we were just like, I'm in. I would still sing Creed if it came on right now. Thank you. Thank like, you. It's just one of those songs that's so terrible, but it also holds a special place in your mind from Forever. the 90s, wherever the fuck that came out. Yeah. Um, well, I guess one reason why Nickelback got such, such heat is they were part of um, a metal label. They're on the same label as like Slipknot and a bunch of other bands. <laughs> so, so they got added to tours with with some bandmate or some you know stable mates, mm. and that's one reason why they got so. Oh, uh, what I are can the, see that. Yeah, 
Smash Mouth. I love Smash Mouth. We were singing Smash Mouth the other day, weren't we? I mean, Smash Mouth can basically do no wrong in my Thank eyes. Thank you. Somebody once told... I mean, like, just even the opening of that dumb song is really fun to me. Oh, it's great. And that guy's face is just like, he can't believe he's in a rock band. He doesn't know... He doesn't know who's doing something. He's like, yeah. Oh, I'm here. Yeah. I'm on a CD cover. What? They actually let me do this? Did you, did you see the, the... Lately, though, there's a trend of throwing things at him and he gets super pissed and goes what? on like no yeah was that a trend no. so people yeah. go to his concerts like because you know he, he he plays like state fairs and stuff and <laughs> right? then and then people <laughs> We're all good people network to go okay bring a bunch of tomatoes and then <gasps> the and they they bean him in the head with stuff and he tries to put up you know do his band thing and oh then, my god it's like reverse gallagher yeah exactly <laughs> oh, oh. <Reverse> gallagher. <laughs> he should bring a sledgehammer for yeah, it exactly stage. i get a bat and just try to bang Line him back, it up back yeah, yeah exactly. just wind it up back at him invite the audience savage. to throw and exactly. like a big baseball bat and then you make it part of it and fun and they won't want to troll you anymore <laughs> exactly jesus christ i mean uh that's you know, not how it works but you know well so i i learned over like the in recently actually why they uh, used to throw vegetables at people mm-hmm. on stage back in like the victorian age and shit because the um uh the bitter part of the lettuce they thought was poisonous. <laughs> so they would throw the lettuce at the actors or the performers to basically be like, eat this and die. You suck no. so bad. Eat this and die. Yeah, but how dumb were we back at that time to think the lettuce would poison? What? I jokes mean, on you, j- stupid. Jo- yeah, jokes on you, buddy. <laughs> like, right? uh, this salad is delicious. <laughs> I, oh, what? Could you imagine? How did, how did we survive? How did we get here? How did this we is last? What I keep this talking long? to people about man. Everybody's just like, we should be better. I'm like, bitch, you realize we haven't been out of the goddamn woods for long enough to be better. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. just take it easy. All right. We're still crawling from the fucking caveman age. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't that long ago we were bleeding people. Yeah. Right. Oh, God, bloodletting. Yeah. Good. Leeches. Well, Lord. leeches are actually still kind still of still used. Still but, bit, yeah. Uh, you know. but yeah, bloodletting because it needs to, you need to let Get the demons the out. Blood out. Yeah. Yeah. The demon yeah. blood. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> and barbers did it. The barbers did it. That's what the spinning, that's what the spiral pole's for. No. Yeah. It, it, it would sig- Originally, it would signify that you were a barber who could do bloodletting. That's what the candy can? That's what the candy can is. I'm literally learning more now than I did in college. So they're all Satanists? I that's not the I don't no. think you're using that word right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I got in trouble I, was, I, was I got in trouble on the last podcast we did for being the guy yeah. who like would know a lot of stupid dumb shit like this. So. I was raised yeah. in the 80s uh, in a Christian community where everything was satanism. Satanism. Oh god. Yeah. Yeah. Simpson Satan. The, the satanic panic. Oh dude. I mean it's still going on in Christian Christianity it's, now. It's making a comeback, yeah. Yeah, it's coming back quick, mm-hmm. right? I mean you know, all the things going on in the world. Like my mom is extremely Christian. Like she will, she'll never listen to this damn show. And she's, 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 she's a fanatic, you know, God bless you, mom, you know, but she will message me being like, well, the seventh seal is, is lifted and he's coming for his church. Take me home, daddy. I'm like, Oh my God, mom. Didn't she realize that when she gave birth to the antichrist? Oh, oh. I think he's just upset because that's not the first time he's heard his mom yell, take me home, daddy. Oh, yeah. Let's give him comments. I'm sorry. It was there. I I couldn't. No, I mean, I will take it. I will literally take it. Luckily for you guys, I'm adopted. So eat a dick. (laughs) Says the man who wants to take it. Oh, my God. That was one time. 
It was one goddamn time. I didn't like it. And, you know, it takes one. It's true. But it's on camera. So <laughs> we, we get to relive it over and over again. Follow my OnlyFans site at <laughs> www.onlyfans slash Hey Jonesy. <laughs> um, this so, is good. This is fun for me. Here's my question. You know, since we all kind of know video games, movies, whatever it may be. Yes. Yeah, so. It's Halloween. Yes. For anyone who's listening. And if you didn't know that, you're an idiot. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I know. I told you, I'm grump. Like, I'm not grumpy. I'm just tired, so I just don't care. Um, but what are some great horror movies, games, underrated, whatever it may be? Ooh. We were actually having this conversation at breakfast a couple of weeks ago. We were talking about the first horror movie you guys watched that kind of like burned in your brain. Mm-hmm. Right? What's kind of cool is, Matt, because you're a horror writer, mm-hmm. right? David, you kind of your style is very macabre. Yeah, I, I draw creepy things, and I, 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 I'm actually, you know, I have. It's what I'm good at. You can't actually choose necessarily what you're good at. Mm-hmm. I realize I, I would. I try to draw cute things, and they come out creepy. <laughs> so I have to embrace the creepy. The creepy, stuff. yeah, one hundred percent. Get that. I love that. Creepy, cute is the best. The best. It's one of my favorites. I mean, that's like those, uh, like realistic drawings, like Pokemon or things like that. Those things are horrifying. Yeah. But it's yeah. like that's clearly like someone's oh, yeah, like, the realistic Simpsons. Yes. Oh like my god. Just <laughs> scarring. Yes. Uh, just. Sidebar, mm. the guy we were talking to about, the one that was sharing those macabre um, things in the Slack channel, the posters and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's this guy. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Oh, so and then this is technically. this is the writer that was in that group with us oh, bullshitting yeah. about Ten, stuff. Okay, so like 30 minutes into it, you make this revelation. <laughs> Good job. Yeah, I guess Me, we have no, met before just, online. We yeah, have yeah. met before online. and now I know, like, but that doesn't count, you know? It doesn't count if there's no webcam. In my opinion. <laughs> All right, pop quiz. <laughs> ah, favorite horror movie. Favorite horror movie. Yeah. Oh boy. Uh, Debbie does Dallas. Oh, we met horror movie. Horror, not horror movie. Um, scary or creepy or just you know gory movie. So yeah, this is the problem. It has to be hard for you though. Well, yeah, that's the problem. Like being a screenwriter, like I then have different genres, like subgenres for a genre. So like you know, scary movie. Well, are you looking for like? Monster movie, you're looking for gore movie, like there's all these different things. If you're like, right, if right. you're asking overall favorite movie that scared you, favorite movie that scared me, it's not scary anymore. But the when I saw it, I was like 15, I think, 15 or 16. Um, and it was there's images that were just burned in my brain as a kid. And I remember just like, I couldn't sleep sometimes because I was afraid to see something and it was event horizon. Oh, yeah. oh my God. It's kind of an underrated movie. 100%. It's not great. Cause here's the problem. It, number one, Paul Thomas Anderson. No, not Paul, not PTA. Uh, Paul W S Anderson mm-hmm. known for resident evil and other shit storms. <laughs> he actually did a good job directing it, yep. but the studio, cut so much yeah. from it. Like there were backstories that were completely cut out that what? made sense. Like uh, Jason Isaac's character has a huge scar on his chest. They never explain it. And then you know, when he gets killed at the end, he cuts him up on the scar. When you learn about it, like this was a like a wound that he had when he, I forget like the details behind it, but it was like deeply, like he was traumatized by it. Mm. And so that's why- Bloodletting. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, From a barber. Right. Yes. But I remember seeing that, at, you know, at that age and there's a scene- How old were you? 
Uh, I was like 15 or 16, I think. Oh, shit. And the captain of the pre, like the previous crew, it shows him like in the video when they finally decode it and you see all these like horrific images of the crew, like ripping their own guts out of their mouth and all this other great stuff. That's awesome. Oh, so good. <laughs> <laughs> Have you not seen Event Horizon? I, th- I thought a long, a, a long time ago, I, I, there's a lot I don't remember about it. It's a genuinely disturbing movie. Yeah. It's, very, a, it's very a science creepy. fiction, science fiction, horror movie in space. I know in games, uh, a lot of times that um, art directors will mention that movie for the tech, like, oh, we want the tech to look like Event Horizon, okay. which is very H.R. Geiger style, yeah, I was in gonna, my opinion. I was just it feels say, very like that. I was just going to say, like, and maybe you could uh, kind of gauge what I'm about to say, but it's a little bit like like Dante's Inferno meets Alien. Yeah. A little bit. I, uh, I, I don't know if I'd put, I, I think for me, then this is my brain. Alien oh, implies okay. like a monster, like some kind of physical form. Oh, that's right. That's, it's, this is like Dante's Inferno inside of a haunted house. It's basically a haunted it, house in it space. It feels the very, easiest way to pitch it. Yeah. You know what it yeah, feels like to me? That's a much better description. Yeah. I was working on a video game called Reign of Cthulhu. And in nice. the process of writing this game, I needed to kind of go really deep into a lot of like the Cthulian culture, the Lovecraft type of stuff. And Event Horizon to me feels very Lovecraftian. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's like this esoteric kind of um, force of nature for exactly like you, yeah. the, the, the deep recesses of the mind of not really understanding the vastness of space that it's, drives you mad. You know what I mean? So I think it works really, really well when you think about kind of like a Lovecraftian style horror story. Oh yeah. I mean, Sam Neill has a line toward the end when he's kind of become possessed by the ship and everything it's been through. And he's grabbing Lawrence Fishburne and Lawrence Fishburne's like, the ship took him to hell. And he says, which is very much like a Lovecraftian kind of line is like, you know, hell is only a word. The reality is much, much, much worse. worse yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. You know, it's those kinds of lines. Yeah, so good. But yeah, the thing that scarred me was there was the captain of the previous ship and it shows him and like his body's all lacerated and disfigured or whatever, but he's like ripped out his own eyes He's holding them in his hands. He's like speaking to the camera. Yeah. And for whatever reason, that image Visual. Like, just stayed with me as a, like, you know, a teenager, whatever it was. Right. Um, I watched it again recently. It's still, it's not like the set design is fantastic. Mm-hmm. There's like a hallway with like spinning lights and like these edges and it looks haunting the room with the actual um, drive that like takes them across space and time, whatever it is, is awesome. But the movie it just doesn't really hold up anymore. Yeah. Like the special effects are really bad in some instances, but I still think it's kind of an underrated gem in that regard. Um, I could definitely see it being influential on like Dead Space um, or any like space Those types game. of games. Yeah, for yeah. sure. What about what about you, David? Um, probably Jacob's Ladder. I, I also oh, like nice, <laughs> nice, really no nice. And then Twelve Monkeys isn't like horror, but that's one of my all time favorites. Fuck yeah, but, yeah um, Jacob's Ladder. Yeah, just the visuals. I've never and, seen Twelve Monkeys. Well, no, you should what? go home. Never seen it is it. a mind fuck. Yeah, mm-hmm. I want It's like one of the only time travel movies that works. Oh yeah, really? Totally. No, it's, it, really, it is one of the best time travel. Yeah, they said. Uh, oh, yeah, they, they in, in one of my favorite lines in there is they say science is not an exact science. So they keep getting everything wrong. Like they can time travel, <laughs> but it never goes right. In other, in every other movie, it's like I want to go to this time, and they just go there. Yeah, yeah. that's interesting. And in, in this one, it's like trial and error. Hmm. I like this. And so they just fish him out. They fish this guy out and fish him back in constantly in the wrong time periods. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. Okay, you got me sold. I love time travel movies. I mean, it's Bruce Willis, Brad Pitt. Like Bruce Willis, when he actually gave a shit about movies, wasn't (laughs) wasn't just like I'm Brad Pitt. I'm here. 
No, that's right, no, no, no. Yeah, Pitt's Pitt's always been They're still proving themselves. Oh, Bruce Willis. Oh. Bruce, yeah, he's now he just. I feel like sucks. after he did Cop Out, he was just he like phones it in. Fuck life. Oh yeah, he he's kind of just tired. I really he, liked him in Red. Oh, he was great. In Red. Oh, Red was that, actually that brought him back for sure. Yeah. Oh, what else? I, has I he think done I think Last Man Standing was garbage, and I'm a huge Willis fan. Oh, that, that's the, that, that's that was a gangster fun one, garbage. Right? That was fun garbage. Was, though. At the time, I think it was the <laughs> highest body count of in that was movie fun history. Garbage. That's that's where he's, like, <laughs> he's like a, he's like a gangster cowboy. Yeah, he has the anti gravity bullets and that. Yeah. You know. Oh my <laughs> yeah, god. It was, it was just over the top. But yeah, I think the how many? I think it was like at the time it was like forty or fifty some odd like body count, and it was like crazy high compared to any other movie. Hell yeah! So I'm in. Yeah. It's like they're trying to make a John Woo movie without John Woo. Yeah, <laughs> it's just John Woo. But I, I'm very glad that you brought up Jacob's Ladder. I feel like that one very much doesn't get talked about. Wait a minute, as a I've horror never, movie? I've never even seen it. Hmm. Yeah, now I know. Hold on. Well, I, the, the, Jacob's Ladder that I've seen it's one was, with uh, Tim Robbins back in the day. Oh. They actually they because Hollywood can no longer have anything sacred. They tried to remake it, but they did remake it, and it's just fucking trash. Oh, they actually remade they it. They remade it. I feel wow. bad for the writer who got that job because it's like you are trying to follow oh, the footsteps yeah. of greatness. Do not fucking do that. And they did, and it sucks. What's the one that Robin Williams did about the Jews? You mean t- what? Robin Williams or Tim one? Robbins? No, Robin Williams did one that was about. A Jewish concentration camp. Are you drunk? Possibly. Nice. I don't remember that one. <laughs> Are those like yeah, three sips of wine? I really know. Getting to I you? know. Well, I, you know what? I've always. I, continue, please. Are you I'm thinking gonna, of Liam back. Neeson? No, 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 no. Keep, keep talking. I'll. I'll. Because I mean, back like Schindler's List was horrifying. Yeah, not a horror movie technically, but, but yeah, that shit was scary as fuck. Also a beautiful movie. But, but what the fuck? Really, you haven't seen Jacob's Ladder? Sorry to interrupt. No, no, really? no, 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 it's never, okay. You've never seen Jacob's Ladder. No, no, do you know? Have you, do you know of it? Like I've heard of it. Okay, I, I have no idea the the premise. The or imagery anything. are some of the grossest, like haunting things. Like when he's at that rave party or whatever, and that monster. Mm. Oh my god! Like so it's really well. That's done. Guy Gersh as well. The scariest yeah. movie. The first, I'll answer my own no question. One asked you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All okay, well then Gary, you go. <laughs> Favorite scary this movie. This is why of all I time. got confused. Jacob the Liar was oh, the Robin shit, Williams movie. You're right. Every time I hear oh, Jacob's I Ladder, it always that is where my brain goes is the I'm like the Robin Williams movie. Okay, I guess it's <laughs> I'm like, I guess you're being kind of <laughs> you know. Um so I so during during Halloween, by the way, my wife will let me um show her horror movies until between <laughs> between September end of September to the end of October I'm set I wa- I make her watch the horriest of movie, movies there's a lot of pornos but whatever <laughs> nice. um, no like uh, I you know I like already right now I had her watch like fun ones though I gotta kind of ease her into the original some of the, Dracula and shit well we did oh, watch Bella yeah Bella, we did just, watch Bella Lugosi you, just, you just made me wonder if there's a, a, a porno film called Idaho oh my god I'm sure there is. I yeah. hope so that's just right if, I hope so if people are listening they have to look that up right now <laughs> please the please, conversation please. yeah let's, let's go back to it um so the first one that we ended up watching was arachnophobia fuck yeah which is so good john goodman's character in arachnophobia scary. it's no, not it's scary, definitely not it's scary. Horrible. Horrible. It's, i wouldn't even call it a horror it's not horrible from it's, a 
from a plot standpoint, I think it is, it is scary. not very good. It but from not, an entertainment standpoint, one hundred percent. Have you seen Rectophobia? Neither yeah, scary nor a horror movie, in my opinion. But, yeah, but super fun. I don't want to like. I'll, no, no, we'll no. Right back to yeah, it. Yeah, but yeah, hilariously, this is my my dad loves to tell this story. But when he went and saw it in theaters, oh, uh, whatever nice. time this was, you know, they had pagers at that time. Yes. Uh, for you young kids, this was a way for people to get in contact. <laughs> we didn't have phones. You're fucking privilege. Nine one one. Are there like codes? And like, let's go fuck. Right. <laughs> but he was sitting in arachnophobia and he is terrified of spiders, much like I am myself. Nice. And it got to like one of the scary parts. I think it was when they're like tipping over the pans to see if there's like a spider hiding in that it. That one's Hang actually pans. a really good Great scene. tense yeah. scene. But as he's watching it, his pager buzzed. <laughs> oh my God. He said, and like he said, he stood up in the theater and started like slapping oh, himself. No. And would, like, he was like, I couldn't. Like fucking Marv from Home Alone just screaming in the middle of the theater. Yes. <laughs> like, and, like, like every time Rack comes to my it. head. So, but yeah, great. Um, so she thought it was pretty damn funny. No, it's absolutely funny. Yeah. It's hilarious. I the mean, the storyline is horrible. You know, what's funny thinking about it because we're both writers is looking at the like the act one. It is a very long setup. Yeah, because they have to be what in Venezuela or wherever they start. It's like the first thirty minutes of this damn movie is them in Venezuela, and then yeah, they transition they, to um, just at you know into America. After that, right? Yeah, because so, he gets in the, the spider crawls into the, coffin. into the coffin. I think that's essentially the break into two, right? Technically, technically, right? That's that was the but thing then for me. You I was get like, to the main cow. story is when you mm-hmm. meet Jeff Daniels and his family. Yeah, so it was uh, a it was a pretty long prologue. Yeah. Um, so we watched that, and then what else did we watch? I had her watch the original Poltergeist, nice, mm-hmm. produced by Steven Spielberg. Technically directed by Steven Spielberg too. I heard. I heard that also. Technically. Technically, I would assume. I mean, it does feel like a Spielberg movie. Yeah, know? he was just mm. on set, and when Toby Hooper couldn't make a decision, Steven would come <laughs> in and be like, "Hey, this seems like this would be I the mean, best route like, to go." All right, let's 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 play this out, okay? You're a director, and one of the greatest film directors of all time comes on set, and he's just sitting there tapping his foot with his arms crossed. Here's the thing. You can't say, because at the time, he wasn't considered the greatest, because he'd only done Jaws and a couple others, and like Close Encounters, I think Indiana Jones by that point. But Close technically, he, those those movies yeah. sucked. Well, no, they're the good way. movies. Close Encounters? Right, but, oh, I'm, I'm being facetious. He oh, hit, God. I was, he I had you were hit serious. like his no, no, no. peak, in my opinion. So to say, like, you know, the powerhouse, I don't think, yeah, he was definitely on his way. But I don't think he was as prominent. Mm. I think he was definitely important. But I like when to say like here's this powerhouse. I don't think he was powerhouse. He was still technically under the studio's control at that point. Sure. I think Strange Encounters was good enough to put him on a major. Close Encounters. You mean? Strange Encounters is what you have. The movie is Close Encounters. I said, did, I, did I misspeak? <laughs> oh yeah. I meant Close Encounters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Too I'm, much thinking, wine I'm thinking Strange. Yeah, it's the wine. My my three sips of wine <laughs> yeah. now gotten to me. Now I'm hey, catching you your I'm catching your Robin Williams disease. Yeah. <laughs> we we just Thank know you. too much stuff. So well, this is good though. Yeah, all this of it's coming good. out at once. I'm okay once. with it. Yeah. Um, so Poltergeist. So we watch Poltergeist. Poltergeist. You know what? Not not scary at all. By the way, scariest no. poltergeist to me was poltergeist two. Bullshit. First one. First one. Homeboy nuts. ripping his face off. That was the only part. That was the that only happened part. on a commercial that, that break was, when I saw it on TV. For yeah, me as a kid, that, that was yeah. one of the most traumatic scenes I had ever seen. Absolutely. As a kid, you see that? Face off? The best part yeah. is that's Steven Spielberg's hands. Like he wanted to do that. He was like ripping the skin off of like the dummy. Yeah. I mean, so uh, not, was you know what? Okay, bro. But but you Gary, you're 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 all over the place. What's your favorite scary movie? 
like giving us the rundown of your marriage life. You like, I do. Um, <laughs> oh, that's tough. My, the, my favorite scary movie is probably Hocus Pocus. <laughs> No scary movie. Oh, yeah. All right, so that's the scary. end of the podcast. We'll see y'all later. I'll give it. I'll give it. I'll give it. I'll give it to myself. I apologize. Really? No. <laughs> um, favorite scary movie? I maybe the Frighteners. Fucking a man. Nice scary done. movie. Yeah, it's probably a, the Frighteners. Really, Everyone seen it? Yeah, seen that that's one. really good. Frighteners yeah. is super good. That's Guillermo, isn't it? Uh, Guillermo del Toro. Yes. Uh, oh. No, was it Guillermo del Toro? Or was a no, Peter Jackson? No, it was Peter Jackson. Jackson. Oh, man, yeah. It wasn't Guillermo del Toro. It was fucking. They're basically the same. They, <laughs> just minus the, the ethnicity. Minus the ethnicity. Yeah, one's New Zealander. Um, yeah, Frighteners was probably one of my favorites because it was like the perfect mix of like creepy and comedy rolled into one. Oh, absolutely. You know that like uh, people under the stairs. That's oh, a really good one too, yeah. actually. Yeah. Super fun. Super good. I showed yeah. her that one last year. Nice. And she freaked the fuck out. Nice. Yeah. The guy that's in the wall, what's his name? Uh in that movie. Mm. He's actually a friend of a friend. Um, I got to meet him a couple of times. Really interesting dude. But I'm like, every time I see him, I'm just like, bro, where's your listen, let me see your tongue. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, in case you're wondering what never to say to someone as you meet them, that is one thing. Let me see your tongue. <laughs> your tongue. I what? know. No. Oh, man. What about I you, just, John? Oh, uh, I'd say, so my favorite scary movie or horror film, I think, is A Cabin in the Woods. I it's think it's really good. fun. Yep. Mm-hmm. I love the... I love the significance of the 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 god that they're trying to appease, right? It, which is actually us, the audience. The audience, yeah. And I I think that's fucking brilliant. That's yeah. super fourth wall. I love shit that breaks the fourth wall. It was Josh Whedon, ways. right? It was Joss. both of them. It was Josh and um, yeah, n- Josh Whedon isn't a person. I mean, there might be somebody in the world named Josh, that. Josh. No, it was uh, Josh. He, I think I think Josh Whedon did. Uh, uh, what's it? Uh, Strange. Uh, Strange Encounters. Strange Encounters. Nice. Yeah. Uh, who's who's so who actually? Yeah, did, thanks for the diss. Who's the white. guy who directed? I can't think of his name right now. But oh. they co-wrote it, so they would write 15 pages. Wasn't it J.J. Abrams? No, it was, was he on um, that? No, it was um because he did Cloverfield. Oh, um, Goddard. Andrew Goddard. That's not Andrew Goddard. I'm glad you got it. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I think it's I think his first name's Andrew. Drew. Drew, Drew Goddard. Goddard. Thank you. Yeah, so Andrew I was Goddard. fucking two letters off. Yeah, you're Blow good. me. No, Drew, dude, Drew no, is good. actually Andrew. Anyways, See? okay, good. I mean, so you're, good. You're, you're good. good. we're good. We're good. Yeah, no, he directed that, and uh, he and Joss yeah. wrote the script together. Um, I actually disliked that movie. Really? Possibly an unpopular opinion. <laughs> um, it's okay. The moment the force fields came up, I was done. I was like, "What is this?" Yeah. I like mean, that took me out of it way too much. I think that's kind of what, I mean, it didn't, it took me out of it being a horror film mm-hmm. and turned it into like a murder mystery. Yeah. And I liked it because it was like, uh, I, I didn't expect it. And when I'm watching movies, I almost always know what's coming next because I just figure it out like yeah. a puzzle as it's going. And, um, when that happened, when, when they first encounter that force field, it's like, Oh, this movie isn't what I thought it was at all. Yeah, that's why I liked it. And I liked the kind of... I, I loved that. Yeah. And I think my problem with direction. that is that, okay, they can build a force field. Why not just put it over these gods? Stronger than the force field, of course. But how? It's an omnipotent being. Are you really so arrogant as to think that you can create something that can defeat a god? I'm the god in this story. We all are, technically. 
and and you are pretty sure that force field couldn't I stop you. I have weak bones. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that shit would stop me in my tracks. Uh, second, a second to that, and only because it's less entertaining for me and more horrifying would be um, a House on Haunted Hill, the mm. remake. I didn't watch the original. Oh, so, okay. You're talking about the um, Jeffrey Rush one. The, yeah, with the they're in the asylum and all. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. That's that movie. That's actually. That, was a that fun touched one. that touched on some nightmarish shit for me that made it like I couldn't watch that movie a second time. And they intermixed some cool visuals like they didn't lean on special effects, but just at key moments when you least expected it, they do some fucked up visual. That was the shit that made me not want to mm-hmm. watch it a second time. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, it's vividly <laughs> like, burned into my brain <laughs> and I can't do it again. No, I, I remember just, <laughs> I remember being seeing that in theaters. With my dad um, and the opening when the prisoners break out and I still remember it vividly. Um because one character is like sharpening pencils <laughs> sitting behind the desk yes. and the prisoners break out and they take like six pencils and just fucking ram it through his oh neck. My God. And it was like, my dad sat next to me. He's like, okay, it's going to be one of those movies. Like <laughs> super gory. <laughs> it is actually like, I would have to watch it again. I think I remember Jeffrey Rush being great. Famke Jensen was fine. Tay Diggs, whatever. <laughs> like, they, you know, they're actually ahead of their time in that he survived. Like, uh-huh. He was a black character who survived a movie, which you don't see, especially in the 90s. Mm. Um, Damn. Or 2000. I don't even remember when that came out. I was disappointed. Because you're right. No, they had great visuals. Like there was the horse that was like spliced in between like the glass shards, kind of like what they're doing. Wasn't that the cell? Yeah. No, they had it in the basement. So it was a guy oh. atop a horse. Oh. They had oh, it in the basement. Right. He was like skinned and yeah. like they did right, all that right. fun stuff. So they had these visuals. The, the cell had great visuals too. They that really was, did. I would say as far as horror movie goes, I, mean, it's, I guess it could be kind of a horror movie. Oh, for sure. But I think that is the most beautiful horror movie I've Put ever your seen. mouth on it. Sorry. I think that's the most beautiful horror movie I've ever seen. The cell yeah, was that's magnificent. That's yeah. Yeah, Tarsim Singh is a visual genius in terms just, of the way he directs and shoots and costume design. He has yeah. a really good team behind him. Um, but yeah, I think the thing I was disappointed with on, you know, house on haunted Hill was it had this great buildup and then you see like the evil of the house and it just looked like this blob. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, was, and it was just, it was like yeah. spliced and literally like, when you look at it, it's just, it's a mirror it's like image. Fucking molasses. Yeah it's, yeah. it's molasses, but like the images inside of it are just mirrored. Mm-hmm. So like I, you have like naked women like writhing around and like someone yelling and it's just like this. Fa- I'm like, what the fuck am I looking at? And then everyone it passes through like it's just turns things to you think dust. are naughty. What? Yeah, no, it's like, is this? Am I bad? <laughs> am I the evil in the house now? That was one of the last movies I remember actually liking Chris Kattan in a movie. He played like the drunk comedy relief, and he was great in the movie. He did really yeah. well. Did uh, how do you guys feel about Thirteen Ghosts? Uh does not get enough credit for world building. Okay. In my opinion. Yeah. I don't yeah. think they developed how much should have been there no. as well as they could have or yes. should have. I definitely agree with you on that. I think it had very good, scary elements to it, but ultimately it felt like somebody who used to work on goosebumps, you know, kind of got hired to make a, a major horror film. And it was kind of like they had 13 great, um, movies that they took that they tried to put together. <laughs> yeah. They tried to sew it together. That's what like I mean. A radio like, station. Yeah, 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 that makes sense. <laughs> yes. I can see that. And like the whole build up on that movie too is like you have this great estate. It's made entirely of glass and everyone's like, this is awesome. I was like, you're a chick. If you step out of the shower, your bro is going to look across the room and see them titties. Like, yeah. I get it, you're Shannon Elizabeth. We've seen them. That's, that's popular right, these, right. On, these days on, you know, 
Pornhub and stuff. Fans only. Every, oh, yeah, that, fan, yeah, fans that family only. thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Only fans. It's, all, it's always that family stuff. It's always weird. Yeah. It's um, always weird. But yeah, they made out this house is my brother, okay? Yeah, but the, yeah, step brother. I think yeah. the ghosts in that movie were fantastic. Um, especially yeah, there was the, like yeah. the jackal. I want to see yeah. the jackal was great. You don't get a lot of backstory for the other ones, right? Right, which is unfortunate. I mean, some of them were kind of lame. It was like the the disembodied bro or whatever it yeah. was. He's like he's literally just like wrapped in cellophane. They're and like just scary to be missing scary. his head. And just yeah, the weird torso. Not really scary. The, the, the torso. The, the thank torso, you. Yes, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. The big baby was was wasn't entertaining. It? The uh, oh, the fat dude. The like cage the, on the head one was the jackal. Awesome. The, ja- the jackal. Yeah, the jackal was, was great. Scary, yeah. Just because of the way like it yelled and moved. Uh, mm-hmm. The dude with the iron hand was pretty cool. Like mm-hmm. it felt like a candy man. Dude, those off. big nails that were sticking in yeah. that dude's yeah. fucking body and coming out of him. Matthew Lillard was literally the best part of that movie, though. He was he actually was really good. So good in that movie. Yeah. Yeah. I was a big fan. Uh worst horror movie of all time. Worst horror movie of all time. There is <laughs> I like how he saw the look on my face. He's like, uh oh. He's gonna ask me something. Gonna ask me something again. Again. Was this like, guy. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> going. Um, I mean, there's you can jump on the like the birds, which is not 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 the Hitchcock one. There's another one called oh, okay. I think, no, it's Birdemic. I'm sorry. It's called Birdemic. Bird you're gonna give fucking one of the best directors. Okay, okay, of well, I mean, let's, sorry, it's Bird, Birdemic, and it's literally this Asian dude. I can't think of his name. Like shot it on a camcorder and like put in these birds that would literally just hover and make squawk. It's so, but it's one of those like so bad that you kind of respect like Sharknado and shit Sharknado, like that. Like, That's just know. just garbage. They're not even B flicks. They're like F flicks. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but in terms of just overall work horror film recently for me there was a Netflix release um, it was open house was what it was called it is a f- terrible fucking movie I have no idea why they were like this is the one we want to put some money into it is absolute <laughs> somebody's dog friend shit. oh no <laughs> oh it's the whole premise is, is that these people have an open house and someone comes in and just like hides out in the house and like torments them oh no nothing fucking happens the entire movie like you see this dude kind of walking around and like there's a little bit of family drama but it is the bo- most boring dull like Oh my God. Like, I feel like I'm gonna get a fucking hemorrhage just talking about it. <laughs> I'm losing brain cells. My life is depleting. I don't know. Did what you to finish do. it? I did, unfortunately. Uh, and the well, ending is morbid curiosity. Commitment, right. you know? Yeah. And it's like, kind of have to, well, at least for me, it's like, I need to see how this plays out if it's just as bad. And the ending is at the very least for industry insights. Yeah. And the people who wrote, I can't even tell you who was wrote it also directed it. So it's completely on them. Oh shit. But the ending was just atrocious. It made no fucking sense. Laughable moments that were supposed to be tension characters that were just fucking useless. Like there was this one lady who was supposed to be like a red herring. She was like walking around and she was like, first time you meet her, she talks about her husband and how she like, can't wait to see him. And then later she's like, Oh yeah, he's dead. Well, and you're like, what? They never explain shit. It's a throwaway line of, Oh yeah, she's kind of crazy. That's it. What the fuck is the point of your character? Wasting everybody's Wasting time. Wasting everybody's 100%. <laughs> so I would say for me, that's one of the worst. What was I've the seen. name of it? Birdemic? Birdemic. See, but I, Birdemic. Don't, I don't want to say Birdemic because- Open House. Open House. Open House. House right, right, Birdemic right. is just bad, bad like so, so funny bad. Th- there's a movie making its rounds, and hopefully if I describe it, somebody has seen it or run across it. But there's a new, a newish movie that's a, a, it's streaming on um, Amazon. But it's about a couple and they they go to 
like look at houses to buy and they get a tour of a house and they're stuck there forever. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every, they, like they, they're, don't they're told know. they have to, their car breaks down in front of the house. Open house too. <laughs> the, the, the man, the guy who was showing them around, um, you know, leaves. And every time they try to run away or drive away or, or like, you know, or hop the fences to get away, they always end up back at the same house. And then the, a child just shows up and they have to raise it, but it has terrible dubbing. <laughs> So it's like they have oh this thing God. going like and of like a weird adult making a weird voice for dubbed. This is what babies sound like. Oh my and then God. I think the child, the child like grows up and kills them, something like that. Thank oh God. God, that sounds like a those great people are probably time. like, "Thank fuck, please murder us." <sighs> it was so hard to watch, but it, that's brutal. But you, you finished it too, I'm assuming. <laughs> yeah, because you know, if, if I was watching by myself, I wouldn't have. But I was. It's I, like a bad hand job. It's I, awkward. It makes you uncomfortable, but you want to hang around to the end. Just yeah, to see, just what to see what happens. I made exactly. someone watch like, it, and then they made me finish it. <laughs> they made you. They oh. held you down and said, "You're yeah. gonna finish this." You didn't even establish a safe word beforehand, huh? See, that's <laughs> no, that no. was your mistake. <laughs> exactly. Contracts, safe now words, I know. every time. Learn the hard way. Yeah, <laughs> Gary. Uh, I don't know if this is actually a horror movie. I mean, it was so badly done. It could be dubbed a horror movie outside of so it was a Keanu Reeves movie oh no replicants no damn it way worse Ronin 47 Ronin nope 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 is it recent? you want to try it again yeah absolutely it was again. like two years ago two years ago came out John Wick god damn you <laughs> god fun damn fact me. original title of that script it's called scorned uh, terrible fucking title. yeah John Wick way better way, way better. better way better uh, uh you want, you want a couple more guesses what this yeah, Keanu Reeves movie is? Fucking A. I want to guess. Keanu Reeves. Two two years ago? Roughly two years ago. Maybe Passengers? Three. No. Fuck. He was in Passengers? No, fuck. No, he actually was attached when John Spates wrote the script. He was the giant, like, Keanu he was going to be the yeah, guy. He that was, was going to be Chris Pratt's character. No, what else did he do? I don't I look it up. We got to take no, no, a guess. No, it's, someone needs to be able to be like, hey, <laughs> except for the person. I can't know. think of anything else he's done other than the new Bill and Ted and John Wick. And then he worked on Cyberpunk. Wait, was it the the two chicks who like? Yeah. Yes, it was an yes. Eli Roth movie. Yes, it was. One of the girls was his girlfriend at the time. Yes, she was. Wife, but it's a fucking stupid movie. It is by far the worst I movie. I don't know what's going on. Ever. So this movie is called Knock yeah, Knock. That's right. <laughs> what? Knock Knock. And what happens. Who's there? Is, yeah, a, a shitty ass movie. That's what was there. <laughs> Disappointment. <laughs> Disappointment. Disappointment who? Sentence. You. Um, basically what ended up happening was this guy's wife was out of town. He's working at home, blah, blah, blah. He ends up meeting these chicks that came kind of hidden on him or whatever. You know, he's a good looking guy. It's Keanu Reeves. But, um. He ends up uh, inviting him into the house, and then they really hit on him. It's like two pretty girls and all this stuff, and then they basically tie him up, being like, you were going to cheat on your wife. You're a horrible human being. You suck at fucking life, and they basically just berated him. It was like one of those first movies that were like these hardcore feminists were basically going to cut this dude's dick off, you know, and share, tell him that, and he didn't even fuck him yet or anything no, like I, that. Like, it was a really weird setup and horrible. That was all part of the setup? That was the whole part oh, of Jesus. the setup, wow. dude. Yeah, it was the worst. I was just like we literally sat there because we all it was me and my 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 wife and two two other friends we we're like uh yeah let's see what this thing is you know we like Keanu Reeves and it was you know it was, I think it was streaming on Netflix or something I was like yeah let's 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 watch this and we watched it and we're like fuck you don't remember the name knock knock no it was not a joke it was not yeah it was not a joke but like really 
Knock, knock. Yeah. Wasn't Lake House 2? <laughs> that would have been better, actually. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, bro, Return of the, the Mailbox. One of the worst. How can you go wrong with that movie name? Lake knock, House 2? Yeah. Lake House 2. <laughs> it does sound like a horror movie, though. You know? House yeah. on Haunted Hill, Cabin in the Woods, Lake, Lake House, House 2. Lake House 2. Yeah. It would work. Yeah. Uh, either way, man. I it's mean, really bad. It was the worst... Because it wasn't necessarily a horror, but it was like a slasher kind of thrillery type of thing. So I guess it kind of falls into this conversation. But it was like a trash. It was like a trash version of Hard Candy. And I'm gonna it, yes, 100. percent Right. I mean, well, Page. fucking yeah, Hard Candy. If you guys haven't seen Hard Candy, that movie is fucking crazy. That one will fuck you. Up. That one will fuck you up bad, really fucking bad. Um, but you know, here's my thing, man. Like uh, Green Inferno. Another Eli Roth movie, fucking horrible. I don't understand how this guy has made it so far in his goddamn career with these types of things. Because other than um, Hostel, I don't know. He hasn't really done anything other than being the bear Jew that was worth talking about. People really like Cabin Fever. I'm not one of those people. That was kind of what got he him. Did on him the scene. Too. He did Cabin he, Fever too. He directed okay. it. I've never seen Cabin Fever. So I, which one was that? That the. So they, these kids go to a cabin and there's like a okay. flesh eating virus in the water. <laughs> yeah. That's the villain. Yes. Wow. That's bad. Might as well just go to Lake Placid. Uh, yeah. What? What's the direct? Uh, what's the uh, the writer that wrote Shawshank? Oh, Frank Darabont. Frank Darabont. No, no, no. I thought I thought there was a. Uh, was he the writer or just the director? No, he, he wrote, did both. He, he wrote both, and directed. Right? Yeah, yeah, that was the first. No, was it his first? I can't remember. Like directorial debut, I think. Or uh, Pet Cemetery. Stephen King? I thought Stephen... Did, did I mean, Stephen he wrote... King, Stephen King wrote a, a movie. Is, is that the Cabin Fever one? Or no, is so different? Stephen King, one of the movies he wrote... And directed coincidentally. There's a hilarious behind the scenes. Overdrive. Yes. yes. Oh my god. So it's this, so bad. It's fuck. Like what this is it called overdrive. It's called yes. overdrive. Basically, this comet. I think it's a comet. Oh. Right. Passes and like machines come to life and they start murdering people. I do this, this dude gets yes. murdered and by he, a fucking coke machine as it shoots cans at him. Hilarious. <laughs> Not only that, a steamroller runs over a bunch of kids. Nice. The best, the best part <clears throat> is the fucking trailer. Where he's in it telling you about the movie. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. The trailer is What so year was that? Oh, it was the 80s. The 80s yeah, because it's 81. In the something? 80s, they used to know. have someone actually tell you about the movie. No, it's, the it's a camera so on him, and he's like, yeah. you need to watch Overdrive. <laughs> and like this. packed full of this, and it's like cutting back to him and his wow. stupid face he's making the whole time. It is absolutely the trailer is worth more worth the watch than anything else. All right. Yeah. I mean, and this and you know behind the scenes, this was when he was like at the height of his like drinking, and he was doing coke every day on set. Oh yeah, that was totally. Like he coke was doing a lot of just coke and drinking. Uh, I don't know if this was a set, but there was one set where they like refused to give him alcohol, so he bought yeah. mouthwash and would chug it. What? Just wow. to get some kind of a buzz. That sounds horrible. That sounds <laughs> fucking great. You're okay, I got a great idea. Fucking breath. <laughs> Overdrive. <laughs> and you're fucked up. <laughs> I got a, I got this idea while sniffing coke off my dashboard after running over some families. <laughs> it was, yeah, that would make sense. <laughs> Have you guys heard of the movie Even Dwarf Started Off Small? <laughs> no. Okay, so there's a, it's in black and white, and it, it's an entire um, the world is all little people. What? And okay. and the whole world <laughs> is right, also an this. insane asylum. And oh, it, the whole world. The whole world. I in, am in really really intrigued. And it's a uh, um, it's by it's all in German, and it's by a director called Werner Herzog. He's actually oh my directed, god, Werner really? Herzog did yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. And then there's a commentary 
on there. So it was a, a documentary. <laughs> Basically, that's like his favorite fucking thing. There's a there's a there's a commentary on the on the DVD as well that was pretty entertaining. It's Crispin Glover and the director. Oh sweet. For, Jesus. I don't know why Crispin Glover's on it, just because he's creepy. Maybe. And then um and he actually says he did it because he doesn't like little people and he wanted to make a movie about that. Wow. <laughs> All right. That's oh well then. honesty. Some of the shit you can't make anymore. I know. <laughs> like half the stuff that was made like 20 years ago that went through Hollywood would never even be thought of oh. right now at a, all. A fucking gem. Yeah. Tremors. I doubt that would get made Ever. nowadays. Ever. Yeah. That would have been an indie fucking B flick right now that goes directly to YouTube. Tremors <laughs> is one of those movies that's both bad and good at the same time. Of course. It's a, it's a cult classic at this point. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know? it, was, it was entertaining. It was enough to, to make you jump. It was a good scary movie. Great for the whole family. Yeah, I mean, that's one of the very few horror films I remember watching and being like, there are like no bad people. Like everyone in this town was kind. And that was a brilliant thing because you actually felt bad when you one of them got them killed. Yeah, yeah, like even the like crazy prepper dude was like, all right. Like he yeah, wasn't it was a the jerk. Wholesomest, the wholesomest uh, scary film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it really was. Yes. I, it was just Kevin Bacon's entertaining. Like the Baconator. Yeah. So I didn't know this. Apparently his wife before they had a kid and everything like that, they, before they met, she promised like a family friend that she would name her first son Macon. And when they got married, Kevin's like, here's the thing. We can't, we can't do that. We we cannot name our son Macon Bacon. Sorry. (laughs) That sounds like bullshit, but I promise you it's 100% bullshit. Who's going to name? I mean, like why else would you marry somebody named Bacon? I mean, I hope she loves him, but I could definitely see I'm that pretty sure factor. she married him so that she could name her kid Macon. That's what I'm saying. And She's that like, got, look at I that rug needed got to find somebody out. with the last name Bacon. <laughs> that rug got pulled 100%. out from under her. She should have had a prenup. <laughs> yeah, right, right. This should look, have been look, part of it. So fine, she could I won't just take go. any of your money. Fine, I won't do any of this other stuff. <laughs> I will just be... Right. This is all I want. This oh, is the, only, I want. the only thing that can make it better if she, is if she was Jewish. Yeah. yeah. My, uh, <laughs> my, my, both an unpopular opinion and my least favorite scary movie would be uh, Final Destination. Any of them. <laughs> Fucking hate them. That's I think good. they're horrible. But they're fun, though. No, they're not. No? No. The first one wasn't no, that bad. I think they should be drug out in the street and shot publicly. <gasps> wow. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Skin fighting, them alive. Fighting make them Even suffer. the first one? If they cry, kick them. You one with the same guy from the original but idle hands was pretty fun okay yeah you ever watch idle hands and i can't remember that one it's with the same guy from the first final destination and his hand basically was possessed and it kept killing everybody i I swear mom this is why i'm masturbating possessed (laughs) possessed yeah i haven't seen that i was thinking of the documentary idle hands which is about amish people so that's totally (laughs) (laughs) i watched that that was about as exciting as you would think yeah oh the Menden- Mennonites, Mennonites, Mennonites. Mennonites. Yeah. Have, have you guys actually been like men in nights? Mennonites. Thank you. What were your guys' I mean. thoughts on the birds when you when you first saw that? The birds, Hitchcock's yeah. birds. Yeah, I haven't seen Hitchcock's, it. Yeah, no. Uh, I, I mean, okay, I can appreciate it for its time. That's mm-hmm. the thing is, like, when I watch a movie, kind of like how he was saying, like, there's so many different aspects you have to consider. But I'm gonna look at, you know, how. I look at it clinically, like how innovative is it? What, you know, what tools are they using to tell this story? And is it of any actual quality? And then is it entertaining? 
And it's not, I mean, not necessarily in that order, but like, these are the things that I, I say, I do it as they, to me, you're doing what, it as backwards. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it should be entertaining first and foremost, no matter how good or bad the, the techniques are. Mm. If it's entertaining, nothing else matters. But then there's things like I can watch a movie and be entertained by like just the innovation they had to do to make that movie. Right. Right. You know, and I'll it, sit there and I even guess, if the movie's bad, I'll go, can you believe how like Tron, a great movie for its time. I think it does technologically, like, technologically brilliant. Yeah. The stuff they had to do to make computer graphics before there were real computer graphics. Oh I yeah, mean, yeah. they were pioneering whole technology and you know what they had to do to make those light cycles is they had to go around to several studios that had computers bigger than this room we're in. Yeah, to run those processes. To get yeah. the specific primitives, which are the simple shapes those things were made out of, right? So that they could u- assemble them from like eight different studios or whatever to wow. into what looked like this light cycle, which was effectively a bunch of ovals. <laughs> How crazy <laughs> and, is that? And, uh, and then they took it, they took that, and then they didn't animate shit. That's all done mathematically. What? So that means frame by frame, they said this light cycle should be here. Next frame, it should be here. And it's, and they had no visual representation. They had a dude coding that math without being able to see it for hours and days. And then it went, yeah, I, that looks good on paper. I hope it pans out. No fucking way. Wow. Totally. It is. And then they had really to render incredible. it and then look at it and be like, no, it took, mm-hmm. it took a long time to render. So it had to be right. And that was it. Wow. Your math, you had, they just did it mathematically. That's crazy. Yeah. There's actually um, a YouTube show I watch uh, where they go over the techniques they used for it uh-huh. and then actually reproduced the methods. Oh, that's to make cool. it and it, I'd watch it's, that. It's a uh, corridor digital. Those oh, guys, yeah, those, those guys, guys did yeah. It. yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Watch that. It's a uh, VFX artists react and they do Tron oh, and it's cool. fucking great. And that's why I think, and I know this is probably another unpopular opinion. I really like Tron legacy mm. because they were using new stuff then too. albeit less impressive, but I mean like the like kind of deep fake technology they were kind of developing to make, um, <laughs> Make, I love deep fakes, by right, the way. Right, to me. I've jerked out to so many women that I probably shouldn't have. You know what I mean? Like, I um, love deep fakes. Yeah, I mean, you know, hey. What? Um, you ever heard of deep fakes? No, I know what a deep fake is. I'm just wondering why you're jerking off to a deep fake. I mean, I don't know. Not, not very many Gal Gadot like, pornos yeah, say, out there. Gal, Gal, Gal Gadot and uh, what's her name? Uh, Black Widow don't exactly yeah, they make, don't make they don't pornos, work for browsers, you know? I'm just saying. Yet. Yet. <laughs> yeah. Soon yeah. enough, after Hollywood crumbles, you know, well, within I, the next couple of months, it's only, coming. Only you know fans I mean? is a thing, you know? It's 100% a thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Um, so yeah, those guys, th- those are great. So anyways, that's I get a really big kick out of really well done, cool, innovative shit. So it doesn't, for me personally, it can be a shit movie and I'll still be entertained by the art of it. This is interesting. Well, you know, I always find there's two industries that are, that move, um, like technology forward. Like we wouldn't have the internet that we have today if it wasn't for pornos, by the way, oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, um, you know, websites, those types of things, they were really pushing the envelope to, you know, people, people want to jerk off. We're going to give it to them no matter what, you know? And then the other thing is, is obviously film film, you know, look at what, um, James Cameron has done for the film industry. You know, he's created so many different cameras and technology, so much technology to do the movies that he's doing. And then I think, you know, there's an interesting fine line. Like when we talk about narratives, you talk about film and story Mm -hmm. and all that stuff, you know, it's one avenue of 
moving the craft forward, right? right? You know, just by telling stories. But there's the other thing where there's people doing, you know, God's work and moving the industry forward. You know what I mean? And so I think those types of things for me are really cool to pay attention to such as Tron, Tron yeah. you know, I think that's a really fucking cool thing. Cause we wouldn't have the types of films we have today. If it wasn't for that, we wouldn't have the types of techniques for, um, you know, movies like CG movies that we have today. If it wasn't for the cameras that James Cameron created, you know what I mean? That stuff's all being used probably on projects that you're working on right now. The, the same stuff is all being done in that same direction. Yeah, you know? I thought it was interesting. Um, we went from like, the birds, which is you do a lot with a little, yep. and then Tron was you do a lot with a lot. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah right. Yeah, 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 very different. And and uh, but one thing that frustrated me with you know bringing up the games industry is the game industry when I, when I started was following the movie industry and everything the movie industry did. The games was trying to do too, um, and like but following. Whereas games, you know, we were three D rendering cinematics and stuff, mm-hmm. and you can do anything in a three D world instead of coming up with things like the next step past movies, they were following, like it's much harder for movies to do bullet time than a video game cinematic to do Mm. bullet time. Right. But movies had to do it first. Yeah. And you know, James Cameron has to come up with all this new technology and all this, um, where games is finally, um, realizing that it's what it is and that it can, uh, do its own thing. Yeah. Try to do its own thing. Mm -hmm. But it took a long time. Yeah, it was so frustrating. I mean, I, I would even <laughs> go as far as to say that there are video games that are much better storytelling than a lot of movies and things nowadays. Well, g- games for a long time didn't realize that it could lead. There was a few, you know, I think Rockstar realized it, but a lot of studios had yeah. this like were big brothered by the you know by the movie industry. Just mm-hmm. looked up to it yeah. so much, couldn't see past um, what they were doing. Were they? Were the video game? Was the video game industry? in any way almost held down by like film industry? Was there anything? No, it it was, I don't think so. It was just people's, the way developers thought mentally, like we were all raised, we weren't raised with video games as much as like movies were the inspiration as art. Early video games were fun, but they weren't, they were considered like, uh, you know, it was eight bit platformers stuff. Yeah. 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 So they just aspired and they felt like, you know, uh, intimidated by the movie industry so much that they didn't realize they could try to lead, uh, at, you know, along with the movie industry. Yeah. Which is, I mean, it's interesting, you know, you think about certain games that even back in like the eight bit phase had really good compelling storylines like legend of Zelda, mm-hmm. you know, the first one, um, the original metal gear, um, the best. It's so good. My fave. I literally had one in my brain and I just forgot it. Oh, Final Fantasy, which that whole thing is fascinating to me. Yeah, you, you just you named studios though that realized what they could do and what the potential was mm-hmm. and, and that a lot of game studios didn't. Was it were they just more afraid to do it? Like risk versus reward kind of aspect or Well, if they didn't see it, there's just a lot of studios, at least that my experience was there's a lot of studios if they didn't see it first, they couldn't understand it. So, and they didn't put so much time into previs. So, you know, when movies got entranced in, in with, with uh, bullet time, then so did video games. When mm-hmm. it, trends would go to movies first and then games I um, think for a long time. I think now, you know, that there's, I'm sure there's some... Uh, I think they were focused a lot on what they can do versus what they could, could do. Could do, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, think about it too, right? Like the 
first video games were very like non-effective, right? They were rudimentary. Just, I mean, exactly. we didn't have much to work with in the first place. Yeah. Fucking Frogger people, still right. frustrates people, my ass off. Right. Well, I mean, you know? but people, Galica were, people and, were trying to figure out like the limitations of the technology. Exactly. Like, and exactly. they didn't have time to think about storytelling as much. Let yeah. alone presentation. Yeah, and then you slowly got into more of the narrative. Like Mario came out, and it was still a side scroller, right? But you know, now now you have but your a princess bit of a is in another fucking castle, right? Exactly. Now you kind of have a narrative. Like Pac Man, there's no fucking, there's nothing for Pac Man. You know, <laughs> that's basically it. You know, no, no. Yeah, there's a there's a there's a story there, man. I mean, he's there's he's a no drug story addict. There. Oh, chasing his, he's chasing his demons, but he has to take the really good drugs to face it. Yeah. Holy shit, dude, you just blew my mind. Right yeah, now. Yeah, Mic drop. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> all right, everybody. That's the show. Thank you for coming. Um, but, you know, then Donkey Kong You're came. You're all welcome. Thank you. Take Donkey Kong home. came take and it became was the first, you know, iteration of Mario, right? Right. Yeah. And so now there's a, an actual goal in mind to to save something, you know? And then as video games kind of progressed, you know, Sonic came, then, you know, PlayStation comes out with these kind of like, you know, Tomb Raider and so forth. Now they're starting to be like, oh, fuck, we can actually tell stories now? We can be in a, in a 3D kind of environment and move narrative further down. And now video games have gotten closer and closer to basically be able to play movies Mm. It's like, to me, like, well, what's the next leap? Well, in the peak, I think, for video game stories was Leisure Suit Larry. That's the apex. That's the, the apex. Yeah, it's all downhill from there. Leisure suit the zenith Larry. of an is- industry. <laughs> what's Laser Suit Larry? Leisure, oh, leisure suit. suit Larry. It was, it was an adventure game, um, but I think one of them, like the ending of one of them was you had to blow up doll you're trying to have sex with, and then it... <laughs> It, it, fl- it flies out the window and then it lands in a pool or a jacuzzi and, and you go down there to get it and that's where you meet the girl that you marry. Oh my god. It's basically that's like amazing. Playboy PG. Yeah, you're the, you're spending the whole game trying to get laid. That's fucking funny. Yeah. So. Do you guys I cannot remember? believe you've never heard of that game. That's never fantastic. never heard of it. You He's know what I played game? back in the day <laughs> was uh, you guys ever go to romp.com? Back in the day, you guys ever heard of that? It was romp.com. It was like one of those very first like flash websites that got built. And I'm not aware of that porn site. Uh, is that it, like me at spin? Oh, I don't even know what me at spin is. Type it in. Type no. know what you find. No. <laughs> I know no. zombo.com. Z- what is that one? You can do anything on zombo.com. Oh my God. Anything. Uh, <laughs> you say that no one can actually see it who's listening right now, but the smile on his face is horrifying. You can apparently do anything. Anything on top. No, it's just a website that has polka dots and it has a guy telling you you can do anything on the site, but you can't do anything on the site. Oh my God. You can do anything on this site. <laughs> Oh my God. Well, romp.com was basically a, it was a choose your own adventure game where you basically played this kind of stoner dude, um, had a shitty kind of retail job. If you played it wrong, you'd get fired and then you have to go work at McDonald's or dumb shit. But the goal of the game was to make enough money so that you can go out on a Friday night and get laid. Nice. <laughs> so while you're working, you're like, what do I do? Do I stock the clothes or do I go hit on that chick? life questions yeah you know um and ultimately like i said the goal is you just kind of make all these choices in order to go home and and, and bang so how many oh. from you know the video game very, perspective, very nice how many simulator for life successful okay. video game to film transitions do you think there's been Ooh. that's a tough one i hmm 
Look how quiet yeah. it is right now. <laughs> I gotta think about that. Yeah, two I, I gotta like kidding. go through each one and think about it. But like, like War, Warcraft was a nice try, but it wasn't no. really. <laughs> you know what? The Warcraft was nice wasn't try. bad for people that okay, loved Warcraft. Okay, so Warcraft. War, no, it was bad, especially for people who loved Warcraft. Really? So I was. I played Warcraft for way too long. Mm, uh, you I still had, play it? No, I mean, like I was orcs versus humans. All the way to all World way of Warcraft, through. and I played World of Warcraft for like almost ten years. Holy shit! And I got really into the lore. I knew a lot about it, and that movie was garbage. It was a collection of great scenes that tried to cram a hundred or a thousand years of lore into an hour and a half or two hour movie or whatever it was. They should have done like an there epic, like Lord of no, the Rings or something. There was no. They should have made it three movies, not one. There was no real continuity between scenes. They they didn't convey the story or the timeline well enough mm. in order for it to even be entertaining if you didn't know what you were watching. Gotcha. So for people who knew, I would say it was especially bad. But yeah. then there's those people who are like, well, I get the novelty of ever seeing a World of Warcraft movie. Here it is. Great. You know. I'm down to watch it again. <laughs> I'm I've, down to I've, I've had again. friends who worked on it. So sorry, guys. I, I can't get through it. I've tried Yeah, a few times. I just I couldn't get through the giant hulks <laughs> and then the small dudes the orcs I don't know whatever they are orcs <laughs> giant hulks <laughs> they look so, like giant hulks dude <laughs> that literally look like yeah. from the hulk movies I was like I, did they just call up marvel of hulks that's yeah. what i'm saying i'm like the did scenes they, just, they did the scenes they like, did there's a lot of gamma radiation in that fucking town <laughs> the scenes they did were great gamma but they world. just didn't belong strung together the way they were my this is where they Completely lost me it. i was really high in the theaters when i went to go see this movie that's where they lost um you. and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right away, right? At the uh, dealer. At that's the, where they lost. The, no, like the thing that I couldn't wrap my head around, I'm like, these things are giant, literally hulks. And these regular dudes. Magic. Are beating their asses. Magic. They didn't oh, do right, magic yeah, yeah. in the movie, though. Yes, they did. No, they didn't. Yeah, Some people did, like Ben Foster's character. Yeah, there, did. Was a, there was a fucking fine. wizard. He did magic. He. The, the whole premise. He. The whole premise that is that the fucking orcs are doing magic to get the power given to them by a demon. I can't. I can't get into this with you right now, Gary. I'm just. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're like we've already. Sounds been, like we've an argument between this a long married a, couple. I can't get into it right now. We're just not doing it. This is a whole other podcast series. If you want to get into this. I, you know, here's the thing. I would be interested in journeying into the lore of this stuff because I don't the know lore is excellent. shit about it. But I'm just telling you, the l most lore I know is what was in the movie. So take that for what it is. It, it uses, so it uses a classic trope of the monsters being the good guys. Uh-huh. If you think about it. Now, a lot of people are going to, that's an unpopular opinion. But the orcs are, even though they're warlike, they're, I've already lost you. Yeah, I, I can no, see I mean, look at I, no, I absolutely. Yeah, I, I know like, what he's damn, saying. He like they have tribes. They're normal. Like technically, they're, they're, they're living they're, out their they're lives. They're spiritual. They're honor bound. Yeah, they're, they have code. Yeah, it's like it's almost like feudal Japanese kind of style warriors with, and and the humans tend to be kind of bigoted and racist and and all the and problems, light. all the problems in the world. They're making they're making a statement. Ultimately, go back to when allies of the humans got the world fucked up because they were seeking ultimate power. Sounds about right. And everybody pins it on the orcs. All right. Fine. Uh, you know, I'm going to go rewatch this stuff. So. Okay. No, no, don't watch the movie. It, it's useless. It's just pointless. It's just a collection of great scenes from it's, it's like watching the history of a, of the entire world earth in like an hour. You can't, you can't cover everything important. 
and there's no continuity. There, there's a lot of great lore, and to not be able to just pick a section of it and and display and that in, it. in a simple manner, right, is is such a wasted uh, right opportunity. I mean, like literally, there was like a hundred. It, it it covered like a hundred years of mm-hmm. lore, and it acted like it happened in a week. Uh, interesting. It, it didn't. It didn't work right. Huh. But what about a good video game movie? Oh, it's a <laughs> uh, Silent Hill wasn't bad. Sonic the Hedgehog it? was actually pretty entertaining. Silent. Okay, so listen. Fuck Silent Hill. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I, we're about to have a fight in the studio. Yeah, Here we go. go. <laughs> Fuck Silent Hill. You got excited. My first experience with Silent Hill was the video game. Mm-hmm. Hold and on. Before this continues, like fuck Silent Hill in the good way or in a bad way. You'll have to find out. That's bullshit. Ga- you, no, no. As a horror movie fan, you'll, you gauge my you gauge what I say. Fair. But okay, so I sat down. I never had heard of Silent Hill before. My friend had a PlayStation Two. Goes, I got this new game, Silent Hill. It's pretty cool. I go, let me try it. Fucking hands me the controller and leaves. Oh boy! <laughs> I played that fucking game for three hours. I had found a radio that occasionally made spooky fucking noises that creeped the shit out of me. Never could find a weapon. And eventually I would see, and occasionally I would see like weird crawling, creepy monster things at the end of a fucking hall, like a hundred feet away that would never come after me. Yeah. (laughs) I was on the edge of like freaking out for about two and a half hours of that three hours because I was like, I don't have any way to fight. I don't ha- I don't understand what's going on. I'm totally freaked out. It totally got under my skin until eventually I could hear like, and like the radio would be like, and you're like, what the fuck is this happening? What's going on? Finally, I hucked the fucking controller at the ground. I'm screaming at the TV. Come fucking get me. I'm right here. I lost, I lost my shit. I did not handle it well. I, I completely was defeated by that video game. In a way that I have never experienced in my life. And this and was actually last week, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I watched the movie, which was pretty cool. It was, I felt like it had cool, creepy, eerie elements like the cell would have. And, mm-hmm. you know, the films like that. Uh, Pyramid Head is a magnificent bad guy. Oh, I love mm-hmm. it. Um, the bloody nurses are bloody nurses for being bloody nurses. But, you know, everything else is like, <laughs> you know, pretty fucking great. Like the whole concept of Silent Hill is, I think, great. It, it, it's suspenseful without just being a bunch of booze scares. Yeah. And I love that. The games are fantastic. I was, I love the film, but I'm also disappointed. Like going back to like similar mm-hmm. aspect with uh, World of Warcraft in terms of mythology, in the video games itself, like in Silent Hill 2, when you first, the video game, when you're introduced to Pyramid Head, all the monsters in Silent Hill are representations of a person's trauma and guilt. That's what these things are. So Pyramid Head represents the main, like the playable character's desire to be punished. So that's why it constantly uh, follows him, it's constantly looming, because he, you know, what the main character's done. Everything I gave Was it kind of like looming. Clive Barker-like? Um, I, the design is kind of Clive Barker esque. Um, the game itself, I would lend more to almost like Japanese mythology, just mm-hmm. with like a town and this, the fog and this whole environment. Faceless monsters. Yeah. yeah. And the thing that would disappoint me about the movie was like they had Pyramid Head in it, but he doesn't embody that same kind of fear. Yeah. Um, I felt like he could have been. I think he was great. I understood what he was supposed to be. Looks awesome. The fact, like, has everyone seen the movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
when he grabs that one uh, faith chick, whatever, like who's part of the cult, when they're running up the stairs into the church trying to hide from the darkness, and he grabs that chick and like is walking up, and then in one like motion rips her clothes off, and then grabs the skin right above her breasts, and then twists and rips it all off in one fell swoop, and then throws it at everybody. I was like, I fucking love everything that just yeah. happened. Yeah. Like that yeah. embodies yeah. Silent Hill. Like the gore, the intensity, the pit, like it was just a great moment. Yeah. It was a great execution. Oh, it I was think, fantastic. And I think it was actually, it, it's a really great, I think Pyramids, Pyramid Head's a really great take on the force of nature kind of bad guy mm -hmm. because normally the force of nature villain isn't so present. You know, you can't, they're supposed to be a little bit intangible, like an old God, like Cthulhu, you know, mm -hmm. or thing or, or a storm in a, one of the storm movies that, you know, that isn't coming down on everybody. You can't stop it. You, you can't, you don't know how to defeat, don't understand it. It's just, it's coming for you. And the best you can hope to do is survive. Yeah. And that I think is part of what makes pyramid head uniquely great is because he is a force of nature villain who is also corporeal and tangible. Yeah. It's like you're yeah. waiting for him to pop out at any moment and you know yeah. that there's no real way to stop him. Right. <laughs> I don't like for video game designers, anybody like it blows my mind. The detail. There's one great fight toward the end of the second game. And this woman who's also in the town, cause there's a couple other people she's trapped in this room and the main character goes in to try to protect her. And basically when the door closes behind you, number one, the room is set up like the walls are kind of like flesh colored and like rip like almost they, they look like skin basically but there's holes in them but there's like a uh like a piston almost that keeps sliding in and out of these holes and you're like that's nice gross and you're like yeah okay <laughs> and then once the door closes behind like, her gag. the main <laughs> character uh the door then comes to life and it becomes flesh colored as well one part is like a grown-ass man like coming out of the door and on the back side of the door is like a little girl crying. <gasps> what you find out after the fight was that this girl that he goes to protect <laughs> was molested by her father. Ugh. So that room literally embodied like with the piston sliding it out, like Ooh. the sexualization of this woman. It was like, wow. oh, like I didn't learn this until I was older. Like as I'm a kid, I'm like, this, this is fucking cool. This door's live. <laughs> and I'm like, years later, I'm like, why am I in therapy? It's like, why am I in therapy again? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, um, yeah. But it's like, as a video game, like, designers like that shit is really impressive just like the detail and the kind of thought that goes into it just like and if they don't beat you over the head with it like yeah just it's like nice this nuance more than yeah anything. yeah just yeah just yeah. set it out there and let you explore it or not what what exactly that is yeah no that's fantastic that's patience and and confidence i yeah. guess yeah that's well, actually i think another thing that makes silent hill so great is they don't do info dumps or exposition no, mm -hmm. it's it's you. You are discovering this with the hero. You are in it. And that is brilliant storytelling. Mm -hmm. And it goes back to like, so I care. Keeps oh, no, no, you're good. <laughs> you guys are good. No, because it goes back to when you're talking about your first time playing through. That was it was unique in the sense that like Resident Evil had already come out. You had like Dino Crisis, these games where it was like yeah. highly trained people. Yeah. Whereas in Silent Hill, you're like the first one, you're literally a father looking for your daughter. You don't have training. You don't have anything 
Like, so that feeling of like, I don't have a weapon. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing is yeah. very much what they're going yeah, for. Yeah, they like, got that across. Yeah, you are a normal <laughs> person. You don't have these skills. Like, if you try to run, you get tired after like five seconds. Yeah, right? well, if that. Yeah, you just like stop running. Like, oh my, like they did such a great job with that. It's like playing a video game as myself. Yeah. Like I get winded like I wouldn't be three able steps to run into for running. five seconds if it was me. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'd be like, I'm, I, you get, you're good. I mean, you up until that good. point, I'm, I'd always, I'll, I'll be here. I'd always played games where like you get a sword or a gun or a battleship or something. It's like, I have obvious offenses and defenses. Now I'm playing a guy in a fucking Oxford shirt slacks with a radio. <laughs> that's all they gave you is a radio. That's the best part. It's like, oh, and a really creepy radio. The radio, that. all the <laughs> like that's static it. and just fucking noises. it. It's static and that shit going on behind the static. Oh, yeah. And you're like, is it saying something? Am I supposed to listen? And I like would stop every time and go, there's got to be a secret here. There's got to be. There's got to be. So and then finally, I was just I was done. I was just mm. fucking done. Well, gentlemen. We hit about an hour and a half. Speaking of, this of being thing. done. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of being done. Bum, ba-dum, ba-dum, bum. Bum. This was really fun. I really enjoyed doing this with you guys. Thank you guys Likewise. for coming by. I'll do it again next week. Hopefully, if you I'm guys are interested, yeah. if okay. you guys are interested, we can start doing this. I'll start a little text message chain. We can kind of come up with some concepts. I think, you know, this 100%. was this was really just kind of just to see how we vibe and how well we can kind of relate, you know, um, and I think we this feels good to me, you know, so um, thank you. This is well needed. You're welcome. Um, he beat me to it. <laughs> <laughs> you can say it too. Yeah. No, no, it's no, all, it's all like good. It's all good. No. Um, <laughs> so same time next week. I'm down. Yeah. That oh, works. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, fucking hey, guys. Thank you, boys, for coming. Love you all. And we'll see you guys next time. Happy Halloween. Let your pretty little heart skip, be strong, keep your head up high, try not to pull